So it took all of the switch to get this show going on smoothly. Eagle walks in, takes off his jacket, <laughs> salts his hall. What are you trying to say, Mo? And then he has the show running smoothly. What are you trying to say, Mo? That you're a bad producer. Okay, but to my defense, could I have known that issue was going to happen? Well, in your defense, don't fucking touch the setup. But all I did was put my head, my headphones in the jack. That's all yeah, I did. Just don't. <laughs> Oh, sorry. The only head, the only headphones that work on this freaking computer are those cheap ass no, Sony ones you're using. It's because the ones that I have are automatically connected to the sound settings. So when you unplug it, you lose the device. When you plug yours in, it changes all your so settings. You're saying that we need to Bluetooth that set. So, but but you know what's funny? <laughs> what's funny is that you go. We were uh, we were on the like the point. I put it live right away, right? And I was just like playing around to see if it works. But I had my headphones in, and my headphones didn't have a speaker. So somebody wrote, I don't know who it was, like we can hear you. And I was like, how the hell can they hear us? And then I realized, I'm like, oh, my my headphones have a speaker, have a voice, have a mic. So I was like, frig, man. Can I swear? I can swear. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I thought the suits at legal was going to, like, can us all because we were talking, like, bleep about them all. That's what Rob, Rob likes to make fun of me about these things. But you put Rob behind there, I think he becomes the dumbest person like on earth. He would implode. Yeah, 100%. Like he would implode and he'll call, like, old names like Eddie Tarabay or... He'd start talking about, like, Andrew Blades. <laughs> He'll start talking about Andrew Blades and Ross Castleton and, uh, Primo. and Shane Williams. Oh, Shane Williams is technically still active. And Shane, Shane Primo. Who is Chris Smith? Chris Smith. Oh, Chris Smith was... Uh, there was actually two Chris Smiths. Two of them. They were both actually very good players. One of them played with Monstars. Who was the other, who was the other one? I forget the other one. But you know the one I'm talking about with Monsters. He played Vaguely, with us. Yeah. He played he played football in the States, I think. He was pretty good actually. Then he just he, he stopped showing up. And who's the other guy who had a, a demo reel of all his FPF plays? Oh. Who was that? I know here. Oh the, yeah, yeah. You know who it is. It's not coming to me. All his own plays, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre Knights. Andre Knights, yeah, yeah, of course. Andre oh, Knights. Who is Andre Knights? <laughs> who is Andre Knights? Who is Andre, exactly. is Andre Knights? Knights? Great guy, Andre Knights. Big time. Yeah, big time player. I've played the two different ones. So, he could be still a good player. I don't know what, he, what shape he's in now, if he's continued to play. But if he had continued to play, he'd still be a, a very effective Div 2 player for sure. I think. I think he would. I mean, if I'm not in. Well, Terry's not in. Simone's <laughs> not in yet. Eagle is in. Yeah, you're in, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not for a player, though. Of course, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get in for a player either. I have two touchdowns on so three teams this year. Put on the poll question: uh, <laughs> Does FPF function normally without Eagle? Yes or no? Oh, I couldn't put a poll 100% up either. No. No, put that on the poll, please. I don't need to put the poll. I know the answer. <laughs> no, put it on the poll because I don't think you get a full one hundred percent. I don't need my ego boosted anymore. It's already super high. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think so. All right, so it's calling the audible. It is Terry Tam in place of Peasy, who's still in Colombia. I guess suffering uh, from food poisoning. Is he separate? He yeah. actually did get food poisoning, yeah. which is hilarious. According to his wife's uh, Instagram post, they have uh, food poisoning. So what happened? Like, did they put like yayo in the food, and they just? Uh, but you know what? Maybe, maybe they ate one of those avocados that were full of cocaine. Did you see that video? I did not. There was but a drug. There was a drug bust. Uh, I guess it's in Mexico or Colombia, or whatever. And you see like one of the DA guys cracking open an avocado full of cocaine. Also, why are these Truckles. candies all in little baggies? Because I bought them from the dollars from the depender for a dollar each. Start, yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So they're just pre, they're pre they're not, These bags haven't been used for other purposes. <laughs> well, in your you other, wonder. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the, kid, the guy owns it. He's, he's Chinese. So not maybe. in your alternative career. No, oh, they're, not at they're, all. are Chinese bags. Yeah. So if I open up the bag, it's possible I'm going to get coronavirus air in it or anthrax. Nah. But I had a couple, and I'm I'll fine. take the anthrax. Yeah, yeah. I'd you wonder the how old those candies are, though. 
How old? Yeah. They're pretty good. They're pretty like I had them. I had a couple the other day. They're dead for sure. Yeah, they're all we dead. Kill them all. Yeah, for sure. They're not alive. They're not raw. Before the hour it finishes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's dive into Simal's script because Simal did the script for us this week, so yeah. we have to go by what he wants to do, Simal, because this is a Simal script. We uh, are gonna have J.F. Marquis, uh, Tara Mrazic. I can never pronounce her name. I'm sorry. Marakic, I apologize to Tara. I've done it like yeah. eight times, I and I get it, it wrong every time. We Even for the finals, I mistype it every time. Oh, and I'm you like, mistype Tara, it. Tara, can worse. you come check it? She's like, it's on Facebook. How do you fuck this up every time? It's uh, if you if you mistype it, it's worse than mispronouncing it. Yeah, yeah. What's so worse? I've done that. So you suck. What's worse, mispronouncing a name or misspelling a name? Well, we misspelling. Just yeah, misspelling for sure. Exactly. Mispronounce it. Mispe- because it's in front of you. Yeah, but can you get the, uh, if you go on YouTube, can you get the... Because uh, not everybody can pronounce like last well, names. Like, there's, imagine there's pronouncing a, a Greek one. last name and you, you can't speak, you never heard a Greek name before. Elefterios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get... Anastasio. <laughs> you you got to get the, uh, you got to get this in Google or, or YouTube. Type in Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Jones. Please, and we'll, we'll why somebody that. keeps on calling him Dwayne Jones? Well, let's, we, if you yeah, can we get that on YouTube, it. then you'll, I'll, I'll paint the, the picture. In okay. the meantime, Division Three. All right, but Div Three. Uh, like, collected has a will to win because his name, of course, is Wade Jones. All right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> goes, who that? Who said that? <laughs> the fan oh, the, the crowd for Dwayne for Dwayne Wade when he won the 06 title. Wade. But the best is after he says Dwayne Jones, there's like a silence, awkward silence of the fans and the people on the stage, and then you hear, who dat? <laughs> All right, so who dat? So we talk about the Pineapple Express and Greendale Human Beings and uh, the Express win this game 30 to 26. A big answer of the bell here for Chris Olsen. Uh, 22 time. of 26 for five TDs. I score kept this game. Their defense came huge. Anthony Lazare went down with a bad injury. Not too sure what the extent, extent is if he'll be out. But this was a huge win for Pineapple Express because they were on the borderline of not making the playoffs and drowning with the non-playoff teams in April. The, and they were, um, coming into the season, I thought that they were probably one of the most stacked teams in Division Three with Joel Malkin, uh, AJ. Uh, they, have a few, uh, they have a few no-namers that are very good that I scrimmaged with uh, in the offseason. Um they're good at Chris Olsen, man. He's obviously he's a hit or miss kind of guy, but when he's on, man, there's not much better than him in Division Three. I think. I think Chris Olsen has a good receiving core. He just needs to get used to giving them the ball. I, th- I think that's his biggest problem, right? It's yeah. Consistency. Yeah, that's, some that's games always been his problem. Dominate and other games, it's like, who are you? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always been Chris Olsen's problem. The problem is with Chris Olsen is that he had a great game last Sunday, but what's his uh, forte for this week? They have two games left. They are yeah. in full control of their playoff destiny now. They four have? and four. Uh, I believe from what we were. From what I recollect for their schedule for the next two weeks here, they will have Olympia performance, easy win. That should be a nice win. Should be. Him. And they play the Niners, which is also in the hit or miss. Yeah, they're in the middle category of that's the a, that's division. A, that's a Chris Olsen loss to me, though. You know what I mean? It is, but also if that's a Chris Olsen win, that means you're looking at perhaps the Pineapple Express maybe jumping over the Niners if the Niners do falter. Uh, uh, this week as well. So they both have two games left, and it might end up being a 4-5 versus matchup or a 3 versus 6, or yeah. someone jumping to someone else to get a higher ranking in the playoffs. If you click on play-by-play, can you show it to me? Uh, yes. Does anything... Can we see, actually? I, I did an yeah. impeccable job, actually. I haven't opened one. AJ Gomes, though. Oh, there you go. Okay. AJ Gomes had a spectacular touchdown grab where he was, like, literally... Mauled down the sidelines and he looped around the scroll DB down, scroll down to the end, scored the touchdown to the last touchdown. 
Last touchdown? Well, no, it's, I just want to yeah. see the last like things that happen here. Okay, so I mean, it, from what you, from what you see here, Chris Olsen is pretty consistent. The only thing is, maybe on GHP side, they. Um, I mean, I can't tell just by looking quickly like this, but you know, for the most part, Danny was probably just couldn't see, couldn't figure out their defense. You know, what I mean, there's a lot of incomplete passes. Yeah, there. He was frustrated. Yeah, he was a lot not of very happy. Passes there. And AJ AJ calls a good defense. You know, I mean, uh, he kind of telegraphs it from where he is, but because you pretty much know he's always going to drop or is, or it's going to be mad. Uh, but for the most part, um, even even if you know what's happening, he's probably still going to come up with a big play. And they have other big play players in their team, so I'm not surprised. The only thing is when actually I spoke to AJ before the game. Um, when we were playing on on Sunday, and uh, he, I told him that this is a bad matchup for you guys, but you guys can easily win this game, and that's exactly what happened. It's not the greatest greatest matchup because t- some teams don't do well against uh, teams that run a weird a weird system, right? We can always talk about the two and a half dens, the their Joy his protege, yeah, Joy Taylor and the and his protege and uh, Danny Aylward and Brandon and all these guys. They run a, a weird offense, but it works for them, right? So whatever. But that's what I'm saying. So AJ. A lot of guys that know how to call defenses kind of lose themselves in this. I experienced it with Vince Nardone. Vince Nardone is probably one of the best defensive play callers I've ever played with. He can't call a defense against Joey. He can't. Yeah, it he gets work. frustrated by that. Like he it gets, doesn't work. Yeah, he, it's like his but they're good. Man. They shouldn't be in the, the pineapple express. Shouldn't be in the position that they're in right now. Well, they they, they control their fate because yeah. Green Greendale human beings now have one game left at three, five, and one. They're at seven points. They have to win and hope and pray to the football guys that. Someone like, football guy, yeah, football yeah, exactly. That the backyard bullies, Pineapple Express, and Sweating Beers essentially lose all their games that they have left on their schedule. Jeff yeah. Ricky will join us in a few minutes here. So, right now, GHB is in a bad position because, hey, if they won that football game, we're talking about them being in a prompt playoff spot with one game to go for them and Pineapple Express in serious trouble. So, yeah. one game makes a difference for them overall. Uh, any games that caught your attention, Terry Tam? Um, in Division 3? Division 3. That's all right. right. I, we're doing Div 3. I know. I'm drawing a blank here. One second. I did do. I did score keep a few games, a few different games. Did you really? I'm trying to remember now. Don't wait! So, don't tell me. So many three games. Don't tell me! Don't tell me! Must have been a lot of different three games because there's so many of them that I could tell you. Nope, none. No, I'm <laughs> not surprised. Well, I did. I did uh, keep our lock over Lebrum. Okay. Uh, look, uh, I thought keep our lock kind of. Allow LeBrum to be in the football game. And, you know, LeBrum is almost the exact same thing as uh, JJ Janvier. His team is almost identical to his. Uh, JJ January? Yeah. Jimmy his, Lee, you mean? Yeah, Jimmy Lee and all those guys. It's almost identical to his other team that he has. Uh, great athletes, but the reality is that when it came down to FPF knowledge, uh, Ryan really backed in the lineup for uh, Keyport Lock, but <laughs> it was the dink and dunk of Jeff Rosenblatt that took control of the football game. And they made. A lot less mistakes when encountered most in the second half, and LeBrum was trying to go for the deep ball continuously, and that failed him. So I was going to say, is it lack of FPF knowledge, or is it more that they play a much more like individualistic one-on-one type of offense and defense? The way the way Jimmy calls his uh, something happened. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't hear myself. Uh, the way Jimmy calls his offense is very uh, yeah, is very uh, tackle. You know, it's very isolated. Everything is isoed. So he's calling a play directly to one guy. If you pick up on that, you're pretty much going to stop it, right? Against us in Division Two last last week, he he it was the same thing. You just figure out what he does uh, right away, and you shut it down, and then they're done for the rest of the game. Well, I think look, here's the thing about Jimmy Lee. He's a really good quarterback. He had some good games for LeBrum in in Div Three, but the problem is it's the same thing with Chris Olsen, right? You don't know which quarterback you're going to get week in and week out because if he 
he needs to get in the rhythm early, and if, if he feels it, he's unstoppable. But when he's off, as he was in this game on Monday night at Hebert, it's, it's very tough for him to get going. And I think that was pretty evident early on that they just couldn't find uh, the holes in that keyport defense. And they were just kind of exposed because they couldn't be patient with their offense. And Jeff Roseblatt was. And that really chewed up clock and allowed them to win by six. Jeff Rosenblatt, if you give him a little bit of a, a space, kind of like just half a second, he could pick you apart. And if, like, this division, he, it's made for him. I don't think anything higher, anything lower, he doesn't belong. Like Division three is where he's kind of where he's made for this division. If you give him just a little bit, and they do, because the way La Brume and we talk about, uh, I forgot what they're called in Division uh, No Cap in Division two. Yeah, that's right. The way they yeah. call their D is very un uninformed to how flag football defense should be called. You know what I mean? Uh, they show it early. Like they 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 don't line up straight on the line. Uh, they know exactly who's you, you can tell exactly who's dropping exactly who's staying short you can tell if they's going man so right away you can figure it out and Jeff Rosenblatt smart enough guy played in this league enough, a long time played in higher divisions too he can figure it out and that's exactly what happened in this game and look I think right now for the duration of the season that's left over and we'll talk about Trinity in moments now you look at the conference below and comes B Brotherhood are in complete control yeah I believe we have GF Marquis with yes, us yes we do Yes, it's me. Jeff, how you been, my man? I'm good. How are you? Good. Jeff, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is it, can I put my life on your team to throw a deep ball every first play on offense that you have during your FPF career? <laughs> He's not going to tell us. They go deep uh, all the time. First play of every game no, that score cap, they go deep. Yeah, oh. not this season. Because my brother is not playing. Ah, okay, there you go. <laughs> you know, I need my brother to that play work. <laughs> what also you need to do is you need to bring back those handlebars. What is this picture I'm looking at right now, Jeff? Your the, the one picture. with my uh, awesome beard? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, awesome. <laughs> awesome is the word we're going to use, I guess. Yeah. Um, every season, like, I play football in the summer, and I, I make my beard grow. So when the uh, when we end the season in november i have the beard so it's covering my face when it's winter outside so every time we do the fpf picture the week two i keep it and i just cut it like a weird fashion like whatever i'm gonna want to do so i make a, a weird face or weird beard for the picture for fpf and i keep that one on my profile picture because i i thought it was awesome like uh, like mo your, your picture on the pf is awesome so. <laughs> which one which one's yours mo the afro it's the headshot my afro I look like yeah you the one with your afro exactly <laughs> <laughs> of course JF. It's okay. Mine's from 2009. Yeah, it's true. Look, baby. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's how I look. Oh, yeah. yeah this picture. For ten, 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's going strong. Uh, JF, Trinity are 7-1. and one. You're tied with KGP for first place in your conference. What Yo, has technically, gone... we are first place because yeah, we so beat KGP. Uh, that is true. Uh, what has gone well for you, for your team this year at this division for, uh, for three this season? Um, honestly, we're 7-1, and one, and the only game we lost, we were all away. Like, I was in Mexico, and Jesse was away, and Nick tried to be QB, and Mark was at school, whatever it was where. And so we're like 7-0. We don't count that defeat. And I'll say that our secret, if I can say it, uh, is like we play for fun, and we're like a, 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 a bunch of friends. So we just like try kind of things, and we're really good in defense. So on offense, like, uh, I can uh, follow, like, Jesse Lee. Sometimes he, he called me some really good play, and it's always working. So I just have to, to 
So I use every weapon that I have in offense and on defense, I just trust them. So that's, that's why we, we succeed because we tr trust each other. Is this so answering who, okay. your question? Yeah, yeah, it does actually, yeah. So <laughs> who, would you tr who do you trust the most? I'm going to give you three names, okay? If I have, okay. I'm going to give you three, the three names. names that you gave me? Yeah, okay, I'm going to give you three go. names. You got to tell me who you trust the most, okay? Alexi Gaumont. Yeah. Alex Sampson. Or JF Marquis. I could go Sampson. Yeah? Sorry, you want to trust myself? Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I, was, <laughs> I was saying every, the first two picks, not me. Uh, Gomez is a, a short throw. Like, if you throw to him, he never drops ball, and he can make some incredible play after the catch. I don't, don't want to say he never drops balls. I've seen Gomez drop plenty balls, and it's very weird. I saw him drop like five yeah, in a he game. he only drops when his shirt is going to shake the guy in the, uh, on defense. Like, <laughs> he, he stops looking at the ball, and he drops it. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> exactly. But if I have to throw to someone and make something happen after the catch, it will be Samson. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's like, so nasty. He don't have really the best hand in the league, but when he catches the ball, yeah. uh, on, unless the, the game that we just played yesterday was search the most. Uh, him all game long, no one is, is at the speed to follow Samson. So as soon as he catches the ball, if you miss his flag, he's gone. Like, he's really gone. And he's, he's so freaking small, it's, it's hard to take uh, his flag. So if I have to go for Yak, I'll go for Samson. But for a short throw, it will be Gomo. Okay. And never me. <laughs> never you. <Yeah>. What, what <laughs> I, about... just, I just throw the ball to each other, and I, I'm like, yeah, detach it and do your thing, guys. <laughs> What about drinking beer? Who would you take from those three guys as your beer beer buddy to go out for drinks? And yeah, nights? it will be something. I know him since we we're in uh, <laughs> secondary one. Yeah, like I know him for more more, more than ten years now. So uh, I don't pick any. Will be mad. <laughs> your your last championship happens to be with Trinity back in spring 2017. If I'm looking at this properly, so you've been kind of on a championship drought for a few years now. Um, what's different about this iteration of Trinity that think, makes you think you're going to be able to, to win the championship again? Uh, the difference with this Trinity and the past Trinity is the the first first Trinity was just a bunch of friends from school, and we have players that cannot play in three. Like they can play in three, but they will not be competitive. Like now, I have Jesse and uh, Gomo. They're both from Alpha T. That they're not playing into, but they should be playing in Division Two. So they're good, they're like a good acquisition for our team. And it's hard to tell your friend that man, I have to to replace you with someone better than you. And that that's why we're like so good right now because we we just put every piece that we can put together to make a good team and I play with friends in a lower division so that's that's the difference between past Trinity and Trinity that we have right now Jeff uh, which team give do you think gives you the toughest challenge as you move towards the playoffs will, will give us the better challenge yeah the toughest challenge who which team do you think will give you the toughest challenge as you move towards the playoffs is it the Niners is it KGP is there a team that you oh, it's definitely not the Niners but I'll be honest, I'm so busy right now at the oh, work. No, no, that no, I don't no, 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 Why not the Niners? They beat us by a lot. We were all at and they just play against four of us, like four or five of us. I was not even there to play. And they, they win the game on the on the, uh, a, uh, Elmery pass on the last play of the game. Like they push one of our guys deep, uh, like down on the floor and the guy catch it. And the, the ref said no penalty and they win on that play. But for sure, if all our team is here, there's no way they're going to beat us like that. 
Okay, so I'm just worried about the 69ers. So Niners easy win. So who was the toughest team then? In your I, I'm not saying that they're easy win. They're just not going to beat us like that. If they have to beat us, they will do, but not like this. There's no way we'll lose against them so, like that. Okay, How so I'll the, make I'll make the question easier for you then. Uh, yeah. I, so there's so you're you're. It looks like you're probably going to finish first or second, right? I think that's in uh, conference A. In conference A, exactly. Yeah, so you'll so you'll, so you'll probably play one of the these four teams. Dirty Dogs, Backyard Bullies, Pineapple Express, or Sweat and Beers? Out of Which those one teams, Jordan Allard is inside? Jordan uh, Allard, Backyard, bullies. backyard bullies. bullies. So out of those yeah. four teams, which team do you want to play the most? Like basically the team that you think is going to be the easiest win? The, Jordan, the team that Jordan Allard is in. So the Bullies. Yeah. Is it because of Jordan specifically? Because I'm going to agree yeah, with you I, here. <laughs> yeah. The only reason that I want to call his name in his team it's because the shit happened at the last time we played each other. What happened? I'm what happened? Gonna... Explain to us what happened. Okay. He run, he catch a ball and run to the sideline. Yeah. I put my hand on his chest to make sure that he was going outside. It's technically not illegal. Yeah. But yeah, he run outside. And last of the game, we were winning. Game was over. I was running to the, to the, toward the sideline after the first down. And he just took his elbow and hit me right in the, the chest. And I was not sure if he would do this for, to put me out or to try to like kind of hurt me because he was freaking mad at the game. So at the end of the game, I just called him because he did that. And all his team tried to uh, start to talk shit to me. And I, I just said, next time I'm going to f- freaking beat you. So I just want to play against them, beat them and get, a, get out of the playoffs and see them whatever next year is over. I don't give well, a fuck when I see so, them. <laughs> so if you and Jordan Allred went in a boxing match, 12 rounds. No, nah, don't answer that question. Yo, he's going to beat me. Yo, he's in better shape than me. <laughs> <laughs> I, that guy is that guy's a good player. He's, it's the first time I have a problem with him. I don't know if, if he was pissed no, or because no, I, I'm talking a lot on the field, but that shit happened. I and mean, I just want to beat them again. To Jordan's defense, I mean, I know Jordan pretty well, and he's he's a very passionate player. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes, yeah, it'll get it, you can get under his skin pretty easily if for something yeah. s- the smallest thing can chip him off. But for yeah, the most part, ninety nine percent of the time, on one field. of the best guys, one of the best guys in the league for sure. Yeah, I know, I know. This is like, like I was pissed at him after the game and the day after. But I, I'm like, damn, I play against that guy. He's chill, <laughs> normally he's chill. Yeah, like, nice damn, guy. and he hit me with his freaking elbow, and I was so mad at it. <laughs> I think we're all guilty of that. So, yeah. JF, let's assume you make your way out of Conference A to the finals. Uh, you're going to yeah. have to play a team from Conference B. Right now, let's assume it's going to be either the Brotherhood, the Crew, or a Le Malud. It could also be Keyport Lock. Yeah. Uh, which of those teams play. gives yeah. you the most worry? Yeah. Okay, if I have, I said the Brotherhood, it's only because... No, not only Teo. Oh, they're freaking good. I hate them <laughs> just because they, they read me so well. And I, I think I never, yeah, I won only one game against them. It, I think it was with the game that Simon Dachnez, the QB, yeah, I just oh was replacement. And I won the game. I was like, freak, man, I beat Brotherhood for once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, Le Malud are really scary. I never played them, but it, like every, everything I heard about those guys is positive. So I'm like, damn, they should be really good. All right, so JF, if you guys yeah. win. They did three title on April fourth or fifth. What days did the three finals, Eagle? Fourth, fourth or fifth? Fourth I don't or fifth? Whatever day it is. Okay. Yep. Thirty days from now. Will you be dousing yourself in beer on field three in Brossard in front of the cameras? Oh yeah. 
Do you want you want me to do what? So pour, like beer. pour beer all over you, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like pour beer all over yourself in the celebration. Like. Yeah, hey, yo, if I make it to the final, you can be sure I'll have a crazy beard on myself. Probably like the old Hogan one. There you go. I'll have one for go. you too. Exactly. Yeah, if I make it, you can be sure I'll have it. And I'll get and I'll get the beer for you. And it's technically Saturday, <laughs> right. six thirty. Technically, we might move them around depending on multiplayer conflicts and the whole stuff. But right now, it's Saturday, six thirty for the All Division right, so Three, which is April. So 5th. do you have uh, bookmark that? Yeah. Say the date. Yeah. Say the date. Six thirty p.m. Saturday, April fourth. We'll see you uh, at the. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll do my best to make sure that we are there. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. A lot of fun chatting with you, and can't wait for that Jordan Lara Jeff Marquis fight. One thing, one thing I'll say, one thing, one thing I'll say about Jeff is that I noticed Jeff and yeah. I we've only spoken maybe once or twice, but uh, I've noticed with Trinity, not specifically Jeff, is that they started in the lower divisions and they've moved up to Division Three, and Jeff has become one of the premier passers in Division Three. Uh, say what you want about their defense; defense is good too. But for the most part, Trinity is where they are because of Jeff, and I hope to see them in Division Two next year to see what happens. Yeah, the big, a big job, man. I'll I'll do my <laughs> best to make sure that we go to the division too. All right, Jeff. Have a good one. All right, one, it was man. nice to talk to you guys. Always, Jeff. Take care, man. Later Goodbye. Away. Jeff Marquis with us as he wants to kick Jordan Lard's bleep. No, man. He wants to beat the team. He doesn't want to beat him up. Stop trying to start shit, Mo. I just think he wants to put it on the poll, please. Does Jeff, <laughs> does, Marquis, does Jeff want to beat up Jordan, Jordan Alard? Does he want to beat up Jordan Alard or beat up the team? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boys, so you, that means he wants to take on Rich Humes, Sean Avram. Uh, Steve Sanner, uh, Vinny Golano. Out of that entire team, I think Steve Sanner beats up every single one of them. Who's more Thug Life, Steve Sanner or uh, Sean Avram? Thug Life. Yeah, Sanner's got a got an edge to him, but Sean has like this calm, like this, and just don't get in my face, you know, like one of those. We'll Speaking of Sean, we'll have him on later. Yeah, later on. All right, so let's just recap Div Three because we have to get to Div Six after this, Eagle. Correct. What's the, what's the hour one? Three, six, and that's it. That's it. Okay, cool. It's almost like you haven't done this show in a couple of weeks. Well, it's almost like you haven't done it for eight weeks. It's almost like you were in Boston last week and didn't help us from Boston. I actually did. You were calling me multiple times to try and trouble you. Someone's calling <laughs> off air. We were trying to uh, produce. Oh a no, show. you were on air. People the, heard you. The show was uh, fine. <laughs> the interviews for we the had other to recap. Hand. See, it was so good. We brought them back week two. It's a know? shame that Terrence's interview went. Maybe, maybe we can have him on next week oh, too. Terrence. We, we got because Terrence. We did Terrence's interview last week. It was and phenomenal. Work. Talking about badminton. So actually. we got Tara back. Yeah. Okay. So Theo J will join us. I think next week. Uh, oh, he, there you go. Oh, was, that's a fun one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Fire peas. I want to be here. He wasn't happy for the uh, the way that we were describing brotherhood because he thought I don't know. I guess it was something we said. Or I don't know if it was you and I or Simone, whoever it was. He thought that it was an insult towards brotherhood. First of all, I think we were very complimentary about brotherhood last week. I think it's a buildup, like a stacking of. of but that's peas. I think peas is the problem because peas. I mean, we we did a segment on uh, the other podcast, Hot Sauce Sports, where what do you not like about peas? And Wait, one thing we don't like hold about. On. Hold on. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. That guy's voice. So one of the things is that what peas does is that when he doesn't have an educated opinion or something he just blabbers on for three minutes and he just made something he just said some dumb stuff about brotherhood they don't like so every week it's something with pete okay so brotherhood i think well they're gonna be the number one seed uh you said and i said they need to have a loss before the playoffs yeah right? i agree and i agree they're probably gonna go 10 and 0 i figure who their last game is eagle if you don't mind uh, all hooks. All hooks. Oh, yeah, we, we spoke about this last And that could be, very well be a round two playoff matchup for the... Uh, that's a W for you for Brotherhood, though. 
Like yeah. for real. Unless they they come unless nobody gives a shit and they don't show up. But right, well no, they do give a bleep and they'll show up. They want to be they want to be ten and zero. The problem with Brotherhood to me is that they haven't had any decisive wins, like real clean wins against teams that are actually good. Well, but, the game against my Lord was super chippy, but they dominated most of the game. But not yeah, but that. you win by less than a score and you put up nineteen. I points. think my Lord scored really late, and it was just a defensive struggle. They threw like three picks each. It was one of those things, but they they were for the most part dominating. The game. I, I guess my, my point is, if the defense doesn't show up for a game, the brotherhood don't have a chance. That's really what it comes down to. Well, but we're not talking about Theo as if he's one of the best quarterbacks in Division Three. We're talking about Theo as if he's probably the best defensive player in Division Three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think what it is with with brotherhood is that they've had a lot of close wins, which I think would pr- prevail well in the playoffs because yeah, you know true. how it is, right? Teams that That's score forty during the regular season have difficulty scoring twenty five in the playoffs. So this but might cons- be they've a- only hit thirty once this year. And it was against Lonzo Ballers, who were the worst team in Division Three. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about them for a bit, huh? Like, I what th- the hell's going on there? I think for for uh, Brotherhood, it would be it's not about having the big plays; it's about having the least amount of mistakes. For yeah. them at this point, yeah, the sure. So I just think that if they go 10-0, which is a strong possibility, uh, look, depending on who they get in the first round, it could be Jagerbaum, which is a really good playoff team that we've had. They before. go to the finals every year, so it's you like don't want that matchup. Foregone conclusion. Yeah. Uh, commission, they're in trouble. They're in serious trouble right now with two games left. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs as an eight seed. If yeah. they do, they won't catch up with Brotherhood. But if the Bearskins fall into that predicament, if it's going to be even all hooks again, it's not going to be an easy first-round matchup unless they do get Jagerbaum, which is not going to be even easier. So they have some difficult first-round potentials. In about a few weeks from now. Word. Uh, anything else in Div 3 before we go to Div 6? Uh, we'll be putting up the current playoff standings uh, in a little bit. Granted, it's pretty easy for Div 3 because it's 1-8 to eight and 1-8. to eight. Um, But we'll have the nice little infographics coming up very soon. You know what I would have loved to have seen for, for Div 3 playoffs? Like We follow the UEFA style of, of how they do knockout rounds. Where we, Bids? Like a tirage, you put them in bowls. So let's say that the top four teams from East Division are in how one that bowl. Work? What do you got, Trinity and Brotherhood? Well, I'm saying, like, for example, you have the top four teams. Oh, okay, I know what you're saying. In one bowl, you have the top four teams from each conference. So that's eight in one bowl and the bottom four from each division. And then you place them in groups. No, you, you pick them out, right? You have yeah, you place them. against uh, Team X, for example. But yeah. for playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, so basically what you do is... I understand. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's just you do... I guess. Thing. I mean, I, I, you, I would only do that in, like, Division 5 where there's a well, shitload of teams. Well, I was going to say, the, the biggest question we've always had is, do we reseed or not after every round, always right? Re-seed. So. Or, for all the divisions, we do it, but Division six and six D is the only one we don't because we do a just full. Crossover. Yeah, we basically do a full bracket. Yeah, I just think it'd be fascinating to see, right? You know, we always talk about how there's always those power teams on one side of the conference. It's like, oh, it's too bad that's not the final, right? So let's let's put your money where your mouth is. Let's put them in that tirage and pick them out. Hey, you got uh, Trinity as the one they're playing. I never understood that because we don't. We never say. We never say it like in the NHL. It wasn't Washington versus. Uh, who finished first in the West last year? The the v- Vegas Knights, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't them in the finals. It was St. Louis versus Boston, and St. Louis was probably a seven seed, I think. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were almost done by this. And they won. Nobody's saying, "Oh, it's not the real Stanley Cup final." It was the real Stanley Cup final. It, you have to win, beat the team in front of you to be considered a champion. If you didn't beat the team in front of you. And you're not in the final, then you're not a champion. I think it'd be fascinating, though. If we I agree. I, li- I like the concept, but I would do it more in the bigger divisions, like five. Well, like three, the, three. I mean, I mean, uh, quantity, quantity, quantity. Enough. Yeah, exactly. Not, not yeah. the yeah. quality of teams. Yeah. Well, well, I think that's something we can toy with for spring if they allow us. But you know, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna pull card. I'm gonna pull rank here. You can, you can do that. Uh, I will. I will. I'll talk to Rob. No, no, no. I'll get no, no you, you don't need to talk, talk to me. 
<laughs> and then the balance, you know what it is, Mo. Like, uh, you know, guys. Man, you know, I mean, Terry, I know you have good ideas and everything, but you can't be making rules. Uh, you know, <laughs> on the fly here. You know, we're I mean, uh, you know, Terry, I, not for anything. I mean, Mo, you know what I'm talking about yeah. here. You worked in Terry, sports, you know. You know, know what you're Eagle, about. I mean, you know what I'm talking about because you know how to produce. You know, but you know, you have to at the end of the day, you know. Ter- I mean, yeah, I get it, but it uh, you can't do that. You know. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. What did Eagle do this time? Where is he this week? You know. You know, but but anyway, like. Something to toy with for future playoffs because we've always had the traditional. I love how Mo has all these ideas, but only tells us on the podcast. I'm not actually in our like behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Meetings. And then if you, and God well, forbid no, you suggest anything in the offseason, right? No, well, I have an idea that Terry didn't like too much, but my which was the extra point Crawford. And not that I like it too much. I th- I like it. I think it should be toyed with for for spring season. No, but I don't like your I don't like your 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 uh, uh, your increments. Well, why not? Because you said two. You said one from the one. Yeah. Two from the five. If you don't run. If you don't run. And two from the ten, but you can run. Yeah. Okay, so long story short, because I don't want to take away from six here. So Why not go three from the ten at that point? Well, also, is an extra point really worth half a touchdown? Well, here's my theory, right? Because oh, there you go. <laughs> no, but he didn't say three. He said two from the ten. Yeah, because... But you can ar- run. Two the from the five, is, you can run. But then, can I get it at the five and a half? No. No. Can well, I get it to seven? Say, no. No, it has to be from ten. From ten. To run. Mm. It would most likely be well, seven. You know, you know what? You could put it go seven. one five you seven. Would, yeah, you want to go one five seven? That's even better, right? Yeah. You give the option of hey, you have the option of going from one five or seven for a one or two point convert. That's all it is. It's not a terrible idea. The, the reason why I bring it up is because you look. But at what's the extra two yards if you're going to pass the ball? Because you can run. Yeah. No, I mean, why would you ever take it at the five when you can take it at because the seven and leave yourself the option to run? Yeah, but some guys don't yeah. run though, right? Some guys want to. Some closer. guys like shorter routes. Some guys yeah, but you actually want more space. Yeah, but some guys don't like the space that they're very good in the red zone, like the Braves. Yeah, they'll go for two. Yeah, but they're good anywhere from seven every single time. But this, they won't go for two from ten. And the reason why I bring it up is because you look at divisions like six and six. Why don't you bring it to the competition committee when we have our actual meetings and not well, only just, speed, you know what? Just another committee that Terry Tam yeah. wasn't invited. to. I was invited to that where they had uh, all dressed pizza when I asked for vegetarian pizza. That's oh, right. oh, blasphemy! Mo can't eat pepperoni. This coming from the employee that doesn't come to our staff parties. It com- it's coming from the guy who doesn't vote when he's a hall you of famer and to the staff, staff party, member. by the way. Huh? You were invited to the staff party, so don't fuck me on that one. I was, yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, not me. I'm saying from him. Okay, so he's a Hall of Famer and he's staff and he doesn't vote for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't believe in the Hall of Fame. No, I think it's... Uh, we're going to kick him out. It's, it's Just take him like, out, yeah. It's like the Loch Ness Monster. Is it real? It's not real. Okay, so the reason why I bring it up is because you look at Div 6 and 6D, a lot of ties in this division. And games that I saw from 6 or 6D this week, Terry Tab, as I look to sure. lo- load up the page for Division 6 first... As my throat is dry. Give yeah. it to me, Eagle, yeah, because uh, my computer there we is... There uh, All right, so... Not, we, Who is in charge of coffee this week, by the way? Oh, I got my cell phone. I didn't ask. Yeah. You got a Sorry, nice buddy. Mexican coffee or Brazilian-owned... I got a uh, white chocolate hot chocolate, which is full of sugar right down your alley. And I'm about to crash. I'm sure you And will. the ca- you finished the candies already? Yeah, you said an hour. It's been 40 minutes. That wasn't a lot. No, no. <laughs> it's like... Only three bags worth. It's like uh, an addict who finds, like, a sugar rush. Okay, so the game that I saw was Pension Plan against uh, Kings of the North. Now, oh, yeah. Awful. Now, here's the biggest storyline. And we didn't talk to um, Jeff Marquis from Trinity about this because this impacts his team as well. Is uh, Stefan Turmel. We should have brought it up, yeah. We should have. I don't know if he knew or not. I don't want to... Well, we could have asked him. Has Turmel ever tried to punch somebody in the face? Yeah, so the story was Stefan Turmel in the game against Pension Plan. Uh, was a bit flustered because he got held once, got called, five yards, moved up. Right? I, they actually didn't get called. They didn't call I'm it. sorry. What was he? Uh, he was <laughs> flustered. Exactly. Perfect. Speaking of Theo. And then. okay, flustered. There you go. There you go. A little go. off of there. Okay. So then second time around, he gets, again, grabbed. And he gets spun around. And as he spins, 
he tries to left hook the player from pension plan. He misses, but it's obviously he took a punch of the guy. Yeah. And then the referees gave him uh gave him U R O C kicked out of the game and whatever it was. And that could be a big thing because we talk about punching, and we do see it from time to time here, but what is the letter of the law here when it comes to punching eagle? Is it something that's yeah, a long-term we, ban? We were actually talking about this. And what, should, what should the rule be? So who, who's on disciplinary committee? Are you on it? I am not on okay. it. I don't want to be on it, yeah. for the record. I'm too much involved in the behind the scenes. So yeah. it's his own third-party committee. So right now it has uh, Stephen Hodhad and Rahim Sarwar, Hod, who are both Hodhad? officials. Hodhad. Hodhad. You said Hodhad. Rupert. I said hot hot. You, you said, said hot hot. Whatever. Hot, Steve hot hot. And uh, apparently Justin Blanchard's on it. Blanchard. The chairman is named by the Presidente himself. So right now it's hot hot that actually runs it. There might be other people. I don't know if he, they've updated I've put, the I've put my name in there a bunch of times. Guess what? No call. No. I'm going to start getting offended. So anyways, the referees write a report to the committee. The committee reviews it. They reach out to the player usually to get their side of the perspective. And then they come to a verdict or ruling in terms of what it's going to be, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't actually have a status update on what's happened from this. It happened last night on Wednesday night. So yeah, it's way I too fresh. Usually it takes 24, 48 I hours. I can't wait to hear what the suspension is going to be for one reason. And I'll talk about it after I hear what the suspension is. But... Uh, Eagle, we had a question we were talking about on the sideline. Is throwing a punch and missing the same, should be the same, punishable the same way as throwing a punch and landing it? Yes. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah, it's like you, uh, well, I shot at the guy, but I was trying to kill him, but I took a shot at the guy. With the yeah, ball. I'm not going to suspend you less games because you suck at boxing. You know what I mean? Well, speaking of who didn't suck, Vince Pisano, I had no idea. I scored kept this game. He won 26 to 27 for 216. And, and was, you didn't notice. I didn't know because you the whole Pizzano, game, we and you had to actually work for the stats, and you didn't know. I was so we're, flustered by the punch. Flustered. It's got to be ready. It's got to be ready, Eagle. It's got to be ready. Who do you I have see a lot of things going on. Theo <laughs> said that about who again? That was who? Kevin Wyeth? What? What? That, that quote. I remember no, it was about Lazar, I think. No? Yeah. Yes, He's flustered. Lazar. He's flustered. That's right. Was it Lazar? It was Lazar. Yeah. Pretty sure it was right. Yeah. Oh, when he played for Waste Youth. Yeah. So, anyway, Pizano threw an INT, but this was a good win for Pension Plan, even though Kings of the North were only five guys for yeah. pretty much the entire football game. And you got Pension Plan, and this is the team that's been up and down this season. A lot of girth on this roster. Not much speed to go with. Not many Alex Stacklers can go down the field here. But this could help in the long term of them qualifying for the playoffs. Correct. Oh, you 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 left. You didn't really leave it open there. You just ended your sentence. Well, I was asking you. <laughs> Any other games you caught this week? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we were talking about this, and it's it's. I look at pension plan, and I like the way they're built. Obviously, for division six, but they shouldn't be in division six. Yeah, you were true on these guys. I, I mean, guess. it's it's just like first of all, they complain way too much, man. Like, wait, one guy was complaining for like five minutes about the other guy's flag being under his shirt. What if it happened during the play? It probably did. Yeah. Like, stop complaining. I hate And I they're hate. thick than three in Div 6. That's crazy. <laughs> well, it's crazy to me. They always pull a choke on the playoffs, Pedro Plan. Well, it's obvious reasons because they probably just complain until they, until they, because they're not getting what they I, want. I have a bad taste with Pedro Plan because. If you recall, your boy, two, no, isn't Vince your boy? No, they are all my boys. But two years ago, if you recall, they had to play um, the U on a Saturday at eleven a.m. Yes, at Loyola. I do remember. So Rob, me, Moa, listen, do you you live not too far from Loyola? Do you might you know, Derry, you live far <laughs> away, but you might come in to do the scorekeeping. No, sure, sure, no problem, Rob. I score kept the game, and then I went with Leo and Walter Berry to um, Shelly Barbecue. Came home, slept, didn't feel well, and guess what I had? The chicken box. 
Oh, Charlie Barbecue is nice, man. I'll never, go, I'll never go by the Charlie Barbecue because I felt like that's where I got the chicken pox. But you can only get it once. You know that, right? Yeah. You got chicken pox from Charlie Barbecue? I think it was either from the game. I think Vince Pizzano gave Yeah, it I don't think it was from the food. Or the food. I don't think it was from so the food. I'll, I'll never eat a Charlie Barbecue in my life. You probably came into contact with some uh, somebody. Who was it? Vince Pizzano? Probably Vince. Anesthesia? Vince has chicken pox. Don't sack him. Don't sack um, him. Anyway, so they're six and three now. Yeah. Uh, Average Joe, Suicide Squad. I know this is... Uh, a tight race for first place, but it looks like Suicide Squad with one game less played than these two teams, Joe's and, Pel- and the plan, will control their fate to be a one seed at this point in the year. So Suicide Squad to me is the team that should be running away with this division, like with the with the entire thing. But just with Gab, just with Gab Wiseman out there, obviously he takes he takes up a lot of space, and he's he's the type of guy where you you need to know where he is at all times. Um, they are running away from it. They are sorry with it. Um, but you never know what you can face in the playoffs. I mean, what if they face a team like, like Kings of the North? Kings of the North, all of a sudden, they have this great game because they are capable of having those big games. What if they play Trap Stars? Trap Stars, all of a sudden, one of the best offices in the league. They come up, and they're like, hey, you know what? We're going to shut you guys down. Or what if they play Chambo, a bunch of newcomers to the league, don't know what the hell they're doing, somehow getting it done properly. Isn't that Shambo? No, it's Chambo because it's a park in St. Laurent. Oh, is it? Chamberlain Park. So it could have been a park in... Somewhere else. It's a park in Ville Saint Laurent. It's confirmed. Chambo. I don't. That wasn't confirmed to me. So I call it Shambo. I guess you can call it whatever you want to call it. It's not a real word. Uh, It's not like Alex. Please, Eagle Shambo. Definition of Shambo, please. Definition of Shambo. C H M B O. Yes, I can spell. But one of my favorite teams to watch. Chambo is a very valuable food fish, uh, endemic to Lake Malawi, which plays a very important role in the lake's community's economy and gastronomic culture. There you go, guys. Congrats, Chambo. So you guys are a fish. Yeah, there you go. And it's also a verb: the act of going Rambo and Chuck Norris on someone or something. (laughs) No way. That's amazing. That's according to Urban Dictionary. So clearly, it's the correct definition. Yeah. Oh my God. I hope they hear that. So it's so going chambo on some chambo on somebody is the act of going Chuck Norris and Rambo yeah. at the same time. And then someone else to put a definition of having a shocker on the golf course, tear around, inevitably losing your shit and walking in after nine <laughs> holes. So very comparable. Awesome. All right, so let's uh, let's shambo our way through this. Let's then. shambo our way through this. Yeah. All right, so we look on the other side of the conference. If you scroll up here, Eagle, uh, winning the bitch is in control of that division. Uh, again, but let's not forget those six and six D. We're gonna have teams that will move up. It's funny how the, Rob let this name pass. Which name? Winnie that bish. No. You know Rob. He, he lets a lot of uh, yeah. Rob, Rob's not very uh, well-versed when it comes to nicknames. It's another. It's a Joey Taylor system. Working. Working. Well, look. The thing is, they probably... And it's a good question here. If you had to pick right now, Terry, Suicide Squad 7-0-1 or Winnie the Bish 7-0-1. Who is your overall number one for Winnie, the six playoffs? Winnie that Bish, 100%. Eagle, do we have the uh, degree of difficulty for the schedules for these teams? I do, but I haven't refreshed it, but I can do Shocker, that. Shocker, Eagle. What are you doing on your phone right now, Eagle? I'm getting <laughs> an update from Steve Hodhod from the disciplinary committee. Were you on Uber Eats trying to order some candy? Was I what? Were you on Uber Eats trying to order some candy? Why would I do that? For are you uh, finding out the suspension? Uh, yes, apparently they're still reviewing it, so we haven't had a verdict yet. They're like currently reviewing it. Are they like in the? Ch- the report is coming in. They're aware of the situation, but they haven't gotten the details yet. All right. I hope. So, hopefully, we can break it. So over under. What do you think? Mm, probably not. What do you think? Over under. What? Three know. and a half games. I'm gonna say it's under. Probably end of season. No, I'm gonna say under. Like say two games left, right? Plus playoffs. Plus playoffs. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. You can't say that. Oh, because there's only two games left. We'll give them two games. If you're originally gonna give them three games, give them three games. Well, plus playoffs. 
Oh, Trin- plus Trin- playoffs. Okay, Trin- okay. Trin- okay. Team, right? So that might be a severe blow. Anyway, so here for six overall one, you're going with winning the bitch. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I mean, I think I think so. Uh, nothing against Suicide Squad. Like I said, they're a very formid- formidable team, but just the the uh, the offense that Winnie the Bish runs, and and just their their efficiency, their effectiveness. I want to say um, they do have they they have a worse plus minus. I think yeah. So Suicide Squad has a better plus minus, but at the end of the day, plus minus doesn't mean anything. You could be playing on a hot streak. You could be playing on a, on a you could be playing a hot quarterback, or even you can be playing a, a, a really bad quarterback one week. They haven't all played the same teams, so plus minus to me doesn't really mean much. What I'm looking at, and I'm looking at the efficiency, the effectiveness, and Winnie that bitch for them, for me, they're more consi- much more consistent than Suicide Squad is. That's quite the cliches you use. Not really. I mean, I use effectiveness. No, efficiency is not a word that's been used. I don't think anybody can I spell it. It has three syllables, so it's yeah, a big exactly. word to carry. Yeah, big uh, words. You know? carry town, big I have words. to really dig into the the Actually, you know, backs against the efficiency. wall. <laughs> backs against the wall. You know, we had to really. Yeah, you know, the gripper sticks one. tight. Yeah, you keep know. your sticks on the ice. You know, one one play at a time. You know, we got we got a good locker room in there. Yeah. Got a good bunch of guys. And we're focused. Focused. You know, you know, we trust our we trust our goalie. Playing a good team right now. Yeah, playing a good team. You know, you got to give them a lot of credit. Who do you think is like that? Who do you think? resembles what we're trying to describe is it hockey uh, players i'm saying from these teams the list right here is there a team that would be like yeah we're, we're like the humble good old canadian boys uh it's gotta be i guess prime time i think prime time's got some good guys though, i so. gotta be prime yeah I, no i don't know no, it doesn't mean that they're bad guys i gotta say prime time i think yeah prime time it's not mcdo your boys <laughs> mcdo good guys man mcdo no but don't you hate <laughs> that guy from mcdo i don't hate any of them i know one of them uh, hold on. Is it number four in MacDo? I don't know who number four is. The guy, the picture you sent me of the of the guy from. Remember the picture from Monday? Show me MacDo's roster. No. Uh, oh, I, I don't know the guy's name. The Bish actually is one of the easier schedules. Right I don't know. Now I don't know if he's on. Is he on that team? Uh, is he maybe. on MacDo? So before we get to uh, the MacDo, so Winnie the Bish has the easiest, easiest schedules. So in theory, would they be ranked as the number one seed overall? Oh yeah, he is. On they the still team. would, yeah, because well, yes, yes, they would. Julien Prou. Because there's other tie breaks along the way. You really have to go low. But, yeah, yeah, so just to answer your question, Suicide Squad has the third hardest schedule to date. Uh, Winnie the Bish has the second easiest schedule to Uh, date. There you go. Would that not factor in to say, hey, Suicide Squad should be your overall number one? Yeah, I agree. I agree. My opinion has changed. Sorry, McPhee. Sorry, Joey Taylor. It does if you get to the sixth tiebreaker, as you can see on your screen. Well, hold on here. How could that be the sixth tiebreaker, though? Number of wins, point differential, head, divisional point record, points allowed, point differential, and then strength of schedule. Oh, so point differential is where they would. Uh, I mean, no, they wouldn't get there. Why? Is that not why get there? Is it would be points strength allowed. Strength of schedule not higher up in the rankings because this is the order. <laughs> no, no, bleep <laughs> is the order. Big answer ever. Would you like me to put coin toss higher too? Uh, while toss, yeah, but that should be number one. I don't know why it isn't. Just make it <laughs> I easy. Put coin toss one, strength of schedule number two. No, but you realize what? the no, coin what? toss, you can't tie a coin toss. No, you can't push strength of schedule too high because they don't all play the same teams. Yeah, but, but, I guess that's the, the point of strength of schedule. If, if, if you are at the point of, hey, look at the body of work, well, hey, yeah, you, know you went through a lot of... Big, I hate to say this, Eagle, but Mokan kind of has a point here. Yeah, strength of schedule should be a lot higher because the body of work... It should, should be higher be, than point differential. 
Yes, absolutely. It should be yeah. higher than points allowed. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. Absolutely, because you can't. They're not going with the same schedule of who they're playing for the teams. But yeah. So and you're putting number of wins first. That's a, it's, it's very like cookie cutter. It's what everybody does. Okay. Number but that's of like wins first. Playing Detroit. Granted, it's a bad example. But you play the Red Wings four games okay, a year relax, or relax. whatever it is, yeah. and you lose. Four well, games. You win all of them, but your eight points aren't worth as much as someone else who beat Tampa four times. Exactly. But that's not how the NHL works. That's not how the NHL works. We're it's in five like points first, then wins next, and then that's the NHL. Records. But for yeah, us, but where us where you don't have the opportunity to play every team, so we just proved where does why the schedule fall in an NFL tiebreak? It falls a lot higher. It falls a lot when it comes to NFL. So first draft thing picks. is number. It's number of wins. When it, when it comes to NFL nah. draft order, it's the it's the, it's the first thing they look at is strength of schedule. Oh, there you go. Tiebreak. There you go. That I is, really I really think this is something you should yeah, look at. Mo, um, this is what's exactly what's going to happen. You ready? A crusade. No, you ready? This is exactly what's going to happen. We've suggested it right now. It's an official suggestion. Three new rules. You are most likely, you are most likely you to tell eight. Rob about this. Two clubs. Head-to-head. Best one-loss tied percentage in games played within the division. Best one-loss tied percentage in common games. Yes. Best one-loss tied percentage in games played within the conference. Strength of victory and then strength of schedule. Yeah. So it's still like sixth on the list after divisional. Oh, yeah, but the they, have, they, have three, they have other things in there. That are more that are that are that are heavier than the things that we have. Yeah, and when it comes to NFL draft, they rank strength of schedule and a lot ca- higher. You can't put number of wins and divisional record in a division like Division Six because it comes out to the same fucking thing. Yeah, bring it up to the competition committee. Yeah, yeah. So this is what's gonna happen, Mo. You ready? Yeah. This is this is yeah, what right. happens in flag football often. Okay, you, you we've come up with an idea here. We've suggested it. You know, it's a good idea, Mo. Next time you see Rob. You're probably going to talk about it because you like to regurgitate a lot of the same stuff often. He does. Okay? Yeah. I like to do that also. So I'm going to say it to Rob too. He's going to be hey, you know what? It's a good idea, Terry. You know, uh, and then, you oh. know what? Hey, you know what? That, you know, I see where you're going. It's a good idea. You know? And then he, then shut it down. They're going to shut it down. Eagle's going to be like, no, it's too hard. I have to go on the website, change everything. Pieces I just gonna, fucking did it. Pieces is going to make fun of everybody because he doesn't he, comprehend logic. Yeah. And then you and I are going to be stuck there. And then two years later, guess what's going to happen? He's going to reply. It's automatically going to be changed. And then they're going to they're going to act. All three of them are going to act like they did it. Uh, guys, you know what? Peace, Eagle. Great idea, guys. That's why I give you bonuses. Yeah. I don't get bonuses. And then I'm and then I have to I have I to prove dunks. and I have to prove how many seasons I've worked in this freaking league. You wanna talk to six D boys? <laughs> yeah, six D quickly before we wrap up hour number one here. Okay, so look. Uh Trojans eight and oh, uh Tropic Thunder seven and one. You look at what could have been at nine and oh. Uh it appears the what studs could they have been. Yeah, the studs much. eight and one. How many teams go from sixty to the six playoffs, Eagle? All of them that are highlighted in green on the website. <laughs> no. <laughs> But for the six playoffs, though, sixteen, sixteen, sixteen. Okay, so top four get promoted, and then the bottom most four of division six get demoted. It's ah, a whole system. right. Ah. So, like, what could have been uh, studs, Trojans? I've seen Trojans play. I think they're probably the best of the bunch right now, going towards the six playoffs. The who? The what Trojans. Was, okay, I thought you said the studs. Uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, obviously, you're saying that they're they're undefeated. Well, I see them play. I, I think they're a they're, good team. Yeah, they're they're the best of the bunch right now, and uh, they're like I said. I think the only e- game they had that was close enough to what they did uh, this season was uh, trying to remember who they. I forget what game it was. Anyway, the point is that seeing what they've done so far this year, and I saw them play not too long ago, they have a really dynamic offense, and if they get a good ranking for the six playoffs, they might be a two round team. Maybe even get to the three round portion of this playoffs for uh, March, April. 
What do you mean three round team? Like they might go three rounds deep. Oh no, okay, they might go yeah. to the finals. Can I just say that? Well, Mo just... has a way with words where he doesn't say them well. Yeah, words they're hard. They're hard. Of course. Um, you know what you should do? You should take courses to be on the radio. Of course. He I did, will. though. So did I. We took the same thing. Oh, you did? Yeah. Why is he so much better than you, then? No worries. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just, he just he mumbles sometimes. That's like, I, I mumble a lot. You could be a rapper. You mumble rapper, yeah. yeah. You should try. The, exactly. first in, the first Indian mumble rapper. No, there's some, True. Other, there's some other ones out there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I like studs. Man. The studs, they to me, man, it's like they have... They have this uh, this kind of arrogance about them, the kind of thing. Like, you know, they're, they're just going to be able to do whatever they want to do. They're they're a really strong team. I'm a big fan. There's also my favorite teams in Division 6D are all out of the playoffs, I just realized. Buscaneers, favorite team. Yeah, but they had a tough go, though. I mean, they... that they 89.9ers, second favorite team. Yeah, but Buscaneers had a two-game winning streak, and then this kind of kind of unraveled for them. Technically, neither of them is eliminated officially. Well, officially, but they're, it's out, very they're outside looking in. Because the studs, their closest game was the Buscaneers game. Yeah. And which they won by two studs. And Buscaneers were given a 6 nothing lead because the studs were late, didn't have their flag belt, so the guys were trying to come from the side door of the bubble, and the bubble almost collapsed, and Omar was not happy about that. So, I mean, unfortunately, if you look at that game, maybe that would have kept their fortunes alive and they would have been thick in the race of maybe being a 6, 7, or 8 seed, but that's not going to be the, the, the cards for them now. So I don't know where they're going to finish. Still a chance here, but I don't think they're going to get into the playoffs at this point in the season. Oh, something just randomly happened here. Oh, you went to YouTube. Yeah, no, it's good. We're good. We're good. We're, We're safe. We are safe. We're safe. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to for Division 6D because how does it work? The top... Four teams make it to go to jump to Division Six. Yeah. Do I think that studs? What could have been? Uh, who's on? The, who's on the other side? Scroll up. There you go. Trojans, Tropic Thunder. Let's say can beat. Who would they be playing? Do they? Do they start at the eight seed? No, they start five to eight. Five to eight. Okay. Can they beat? Uh, who's first place in Division Six? I'm drawing a blank. We oh, just uh, Suicide Squad suicide and uh, Winnie that bitch. Yeah, Winnie the bitch. Uh, I think they lose, man. It's like. If I well, take, in the if, finals, perhaps. But basically, they'd be playing like Trailer Park Boys, Fridge Raiders, Space Apes, Trap Stars, more or less. See, I would take Trailer Park Boys ahead of what could have been for sure. Nothing. I mean, just just the way they play, just the way you know, more more dynamic. I think they have a much more dynamic style of play. But it's it, it's 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 very different because at any point. These division six teams, man, they just come out with these weird offenses, and then just all of a sudden, it's thirty-five to nothing for the for the for the I worst formation. team. Yeah, I formation. <laughs> so I it's division six D. Thinker. It's legit. It's division six D for don't do what you think you want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just play football. Developing love, bad ideas. Yeah, yeah developing. I would bad love ideas. to see an ultimate bracket, like all these teams qualify, make one big March Madness bracket. You know, in this division, it would probably be in more division beneficial. six and six D. It would be better to do your suggestion. Yeah, I think so. I think it'd be more beneficial because I think in 6D you want the you want to get them as many games as possible. Yeah, exactly. Reps, right. Yeah. So I think it'll never happen because of the quality is what they want in this league. But in, in a division like 6D, you want to have the quantity prevail and have them get that extra game to say, hey, like you know, what? We, we played 11 games, we're good, we're gonna come back for spring. How many season. teams? There's a total of 40 teams. They should do uh, 32, and yeah. then like so the, they play their 11th game. Or maybe their tenth game is the is the thirty two, but you can't do that. So you do eleventh game is the thirty two uh, man bracket that you suggested. Yeah. And then the the round of sixteen is going to be the best of the rest. Yeah. I like it, Mo. We're going to do it. It's yeah. done. It's All official. Right. Done. This year, two thousand twenty winter division six six D. We're doing UEFA. Nope. Now. 
All right, what's done is hour one. What do I got to do to pass a bill around here? Uh, you got to get the Senate to vote for you. And I am the <laughs> Senate. Not, so. And I'm never voting for you. Correct. And there'll be splits. So what's done is hour one, hour We're two. We're done already. Yeah, fly by, fly by over here. All right, well, who's hour two? Uh, hour two, we're going to do Division 5, Coed and Women's. So we're going to have Taro, Marakic. Marakic is going to be on, and uh, we'll cover that stuff. And then we'll finish 124 and uh, El Shawnee Boy. To wrap Hall of up. Famer. Yeah. 11th best quarterback in Division 2. Yes, out so of 10. So five Coed and Women's coming up in Hour 2. Stay tuned. Hour number two here with Terry Tambo, along with Eagle. As, uh, the ship is flowing in the right direction now, as it was going in the wrong direction last Thursday. Oh man, I just scratched my eyes and I look blazed. No I'm not. I promise. I promise. There's after, no I will be after. I'm sure you will. It's legal. Purchased legally. Yeah, it is. It is. I got my mom's CBD oil actually. So. Yeah, yeah, it's good for you, man. Yeah, helps you sleep. Yeah, I like my olive oil. You just <laughs> the eagle just drinks olive oil before he goes to bed. Do you really? Aww. No. Although I've done it, it's not. I mean, there's olive oil tasting you can go for. Well, oh yeah, for sure. It's yeah. good for you though, man. Olive oil. Yeah, yeah not, not to drink it. it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, avocado oil is the best of the bunch. To drink? No, no. Well, to cook in. 
Why would you want to cook with avocado oil? It's, it, it avocado oil, it's very good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it has like a really low, low, low point of uh, burning. A uh, burning, yeah, so yeah. it starts it, it starts instantly. going yeah, yeah, yeah. right away. At least olive oil has a little bit of like flexibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. avocado oil, you make, you make your eggs with it. Cook it slow, yeah. over easy. Yeah, Coconut it's, oil. It's the best. It's Coconut oil is very good, yeah. yeah. In the summer when it gets humid, it turns into liquid. It's yeah. perfect. This is really. I'll try that this summer. <laughs> Do you like coconuts, Mo? No, I don't actually like coconuts, but coconut oil I'm a fan of. Not a big fan of But like the shavings or like doing drinking one? No, not nothing. I hate coconut. It's too what? sweet for me and eating the coconut. I don't, I like, I don't like the taste of coconut. No. The actual taste of coconut. I find it, even the water, it leaves like a weird taste in the back of my mouth. Yeah. Not a big fan of it. Milky. I was going to say something else, but yeah. I'm sure you would. All right. Uh, so it's hour number two, women's division. We'll have Tara Rakic on with us. Rakic. Rakic. She corrected me. Marakic on with us, and uh, we'll talk to her. It was so good, we brought it back two weeks in a row now. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> you know, well, this re- you know what? This replay last week, we'll give ourselves a 20 minute break. But here. you realize I can't replay last week because you didn't record it. I did record it. The sound's not good. Oh, the sound, okay. I know. We'll ask the exact same questions for Tara Marakic. And let's get the exact same answers. <laughs> and she's, if she's off by a word, we cut the interview. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, Team Texas in sole possession of first place at 6-1, a win, and they will be your one seed in the playoffs. Uh, this unfortunately, uh, losing uh, to District this past week, and they're 5-2. and two. So in the uh, Duns dinner race right now, Eagle looking like he's in the pole position to get himself a paid dinner from... Woo! Peace. Who has what team again? The Hunter Girls. The Hunter Girls, yeah. So good uh, pick. Good well, pick. like Eagle, sorry, Eagle, Peace, and I randomly picked the three teams. No, no, I didn't randomly pick. I picked a team that aligns with my company, who is based out of Texas, and always go with companies. Always go with whoever pays first. You. Capitalism at its finest. I would have picked whichever. Sorry, team. I, I didn't realize you were not to handouts, but. Uh, Says the guy who picked the best team on paper. Hey, it's all about power, man. <laughs> who did you take? And you still lost. <laughs> Whoa, it's you're still the, seven games You're in. the Bloomberg of the women's division. Who did you take? Listen. <laughs> you took district? I took uh, Fleur List on, on my roster. No, there you so. go. Because, look, Fleur List I would have taken whatever team Constance Milagas Milag- on. I think she's probably the best all-around player in the league. Oh, I think Vanessa Beer is the best player in this. Oh, Vanessa Beer is very good player. That's, so he, that's the team he picked. Because that team, oh, there you go. that team has success playing touch football, though. The Bloomberg effect. <laughs> Please. You are the Bloomberg effect over here. You are Bloomberg. Okay. I don't know what that means. Yeah. No, I remember years ago, uh, GM and I did it at the old Sheen Studios. And I used to do like, hey, please welcome the so-and-so to show John Smith. So... I go, let's welcome in the Rick Santorum of the show. Oh, yeah, he did not like that at <laughs> he all. He looked at me, he's like, what the bleep was <laughs> that all about? I go, you look like Rick Santorum, man. He does. He you does. know? He took it's not a bad thing. No, he took a Just because you look like somebody. Anyway, you okay. Know, so you can look like Ted Bundy. doesn't mean you're hacking people's heads off. I know. Uh, have you seen any of the women's games? I believe you're at Hebera on uh, Papno on Monday, right? No, I'm not there. I haven't. Were uh, you there this past Monday, though? No, I wasn't. Saint Laurent. Okay, I've only caught whatever games of the week we have, but I have been uh, randomly glancing just to see what's going on because yeah, I'm very first, curious. First game of the week, actually, for the women's. Division, yeah, it was, right? it was awesome. Yeah, and I like what they did. They showed every play because usually what we do in the game of the week is that we'll uh, we'll show it. We'll make it kind of like a highlight video where this is actually like the full game with some music in the back with some nice editing. Well, I think I think the, well done by Chris. The Rubin. way through the way it's been through seven weeks. Uh, I think it's great that there's no one that's running away with this division. Yeah. Because if it was, where if Team Texas was 
seven and zero, and they scored four million points to like ten points given up. We're going to say, oh my God, it's going to be a, a Texas rundown. Here. Well, we kind of we kind of assumed that Sarah Parker was going to be running away with this division, right? Because she's done it in this league for a long time. In co-ed. Very good player in co-ed. Very good player in co-ed, yeah. So, like one of the, I think she's up for, up for quarterback of the year every year. See, with Sarah Parker, with Sarah Parker and Vanessa Beery, would they dominate um, a Division 5 or even a 4, 4B or 5A? I think so. Sarah Parker, for sure. I haven't really seen Vanessa Beery play. I know she's a good player. I've, obviously, I look at her stats. I've been ch- paying attention. But Sarah Parker, for me, if she goes into Division 4 with a decent receiving course, she can do well. Like if you give her, if you can give her Pineapple Express's roster in Division Four, I think they can go at least eight and two. You think so? Nothing against Chris Olsen. I'm saying Division Four, not three. So, but uh, wow, yeah, I do. I really do. Wow, what do you think about that, Eagle? Well, did you yes. hear what I said? I mean, granted, if you take a look at the game of the week performance, I would say that's probably one of her worst games, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's nothing that. It's nothing that we haven't. I mean, it's something that we haven't seen her play that poorly. Yeah. Well, but then this week, I mean, forty-five nothing against the rookies who got their first touchdown. Not this week, but last, last week. week. Yeah, it's yeah. actually our background picture on our display here. Them celebrating their first. Touchdown. Oh, it is. That's cool. wonderful. I love it. I love it. They. I hope they stick with this league. I think they can grow. It just takes time to, to really find your flow in, in a league like this. So hopefully for them, they will build upon that touchdown. But right now, we'll ask Tara about who she thinks will be the quarterback of the year because we'll have the year-end awards come up momentarily here. Tara has some very important things to tell us, too, she said. Does she really? Yeah, she has something specifically she wants to talk about. Did she tell us what that topic is? She so kind of hinted up? at it, so she'll talk about it. Uh, she's joining us when, Eagle? Five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. Fair enough, then. Uh, I'm looking forward to the women's playoffs, though. I really think it's uh, it's going to be an unveiling for everyone to see because, unfortunately, given the situation that they play their games at Papno on Monday nights, I don't get to see them play. And all teams make playoffs, so you get this is kind of like the traditional NFL conference. So yeah. one and two get buys, three plays six, four plays five. There's still one week left in their season. But, I mean, there's really not a lot of jostling. Effectively, Fleur de Lille and District are trying to get the bye. Team Texas is trying to hold on to the mm-hmm. bye, which they will, unless it's like a weird... No, they're going to they're gonna win out. No, they, they'll have the bye because Team Texas did beat uh, Fleur de Lille and District as well. I'm just going to peek. Can there actually be a three-way tie conceptually? Let me just look. Well, in that so case... District not- is playing the rookies. Spartiat is playing Fleur de Lille, and a Hunter Girls is playing Team Texas. So technically, Team Texas can lose, and District and Fleur de Lille both win, and you get three teams tied at six and two. And it it's would be Fleur de Lille. Fleur de Lille would be first, realistically, unless uh, Team Texas, not but Team Texas, would lose at that point. So I think Fleur de Lille. I think you're right. You, I think Fleur de Lille is going to finish first. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think they will. It's only only if, if Team, Team Texas, Texas loses, lose, yeah. which I don't right? think they will. If if Le De Lee or you don't see it happening. Win? No, I don't think so. You don't see? You, do you see Team Texas losing to the Hunter Girls? I, I mean, obviously so. you wouldn't say no, so. But no, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. I it's think tough. Texas will be your one, and the way it's laid out right now on your screen, that's how it's going to be for the playoffs. That being said, if District win, which they probably will because uh, they're playing rookies, uh, and Texas lose again possibility mm-hmm. uh they're one and one in their matchups this year because district beat team texas 33 19 in week three and uh the game of the week team texas beat district 19 12 so then this goes down to like deeper mo- tie breaks and the whole thing so you never know could happen you do never know it but could likely happen. likely team texas hold on to number one and then if literally district 
District beat them week 9, 27, 25. And, uh, and then Fleur de Lis beat them 34, 14 in week 4. So, again, we'd have to go down to points against. Likely Fleur de Lis hold on to number 2. I'll ask I say likely, so probably not a lot of movement here. I'll ask Tyler this question. We'll ask you guys beforehand. Yes, NFL format, 3 versus 6, 4 versus 5, top 2 get a buy. Why don't we have the buy teams play each other to see who gets the higher seed? Why? To get them another game. Why? Because in theory, yeah, you get eight games. That means they have a bye week. Great. You're off for that week. But why not give them a game to see who yeah. will have a higher seed? I mean, the whole yeah. point of the bye is to not play a game. No, but they, they don't get eliminated. They don't get eliminated. But you just want to give them another game to keep them in the flow. Because why? I'm just entertaining the idea. I don't know. I'm just throwing an idea out there. That's all. Why? Just an idea. We do it for Div 1 or Div A in spring, right? No. Why? When did we do that? Well, we had the five division, five team division, right? Where right. one versus two, winner goes automatically to the finals, and two plays is the the winner of three. Versus oh, four. we did do that last year. Exactly. I'm saying that for this. I benefited from that. How didn't I know that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At the end, you didn't benefit though. Anyway, this an idea. This one to throw out. So you're, you're saying the Ravens and the Chiefs should have played each other for, for the one and two seat in the AFC. But it's different though. You're talking about, you're talking Why? about, you're talking about what's the difference? Well, hold on, Eagle. You're talking about a crash of bodies. This is flag football. There's crashing bodies. Uh, on a with three hundred pound lineman, going four or five speed, maybe, maybe. You never know. Is Isaiah? I never Simeon asked you how much down? you weighed. So show me a three hundred pound lineman that's running a four or five. Well, the old lineman ran what uh, four nine four eight. Four. That's not four five though. Well, it's for a man that's three hundred sixty five. Yeah, pounds, it's impressive. Four, four eight. That's he's like impressive. six seven. The guy too. He's a yeah. Beast. He's like us three, and we're like his bicep. I can run a four nine. Now we're back in your peak. I back in my peak. I did run a four nine actually. Electric or or uh, uh, hand. hand. Probably like five one realistically. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Terror- Defensive tackle on the juice. What are you gonna do? <laughs> hey man, pull the hammy doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, it's, at the it's end. It's the classic. Oh, I think he pulled up. You no, because you because you you run forty five yards, right? You don't run forty. So I ran to the forty five, and it was like the last. I'm like, Ugh. it wasn't that. Bad. Hello, hello, Tara. Hola, Tara. Now everybody can hear you because I'm not behind the controls today. Thank God. I know. I you know what, Tara? I was hoping for, like, you know what, Tara? You got this. You know, I thought we had a good relationship. You no, no, I, you don't get any motivational speech. Clean. You fucked up, and I had to clean up your mess. Hi, Tara. Did you really <laughs> think that I was going to, like, praise you, Terry? Really? I mean, yeah. Oh, no. Why not? I thought, I thought, I, yeah, Terry, you know yeah, what? Tara I and I spoke true. about you for the first 10 minutes in Lachine Sunday. Like, about my the, hair? No, like, what the bleep? Like, you know, how, like, I go, Tara, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's really not my fault. <laughs> Eagle has these settings set so specifically that nobody can figure it out except for him. <laughs> Name me another producer that's coming here that's done a good job. They can. Exactly. So I, how am I the wrong one? Because I'm amazing and you aren't. <laughs> I never said you weren't amazing, Eagle. You are by far the oil in our engine. How are you, Tara? How are you, Tara? I am well, guys. Thanks. So, so Thanks Tara, for having you, me on again. Yeah, two weeks in a row. <laughs> never done this before. First, First time, time ever. ever. First time ever. So, Tara, poll question for you. Does FPF run smoothly without Eagle? No. Okay. That's, That's a good answer. That's very good. Okay, so no. Tara, uh, unfortunately, last week has become irrelevant of what we're discussing this week. You can hear her very slightly. Yes, to my defense, very slightly. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tara, your thoughts as we now go into the final turn of games for the women's division on Monday night as we do have a pretty tight race for one, two, and three, but it feels like Team Texas will be your overall number one for the playoffs. Yeah, unless uh, unless they lose a game, I think they're going to take it. Um, but then the playoffs, I 
still think that Fleur de Lis is going to win. Okay, that's it. Thanks a lot, Tara. All right, have a great week. <laughs> Listen, for. they've been playing disagree. together for over 20 years. Their 20 years. chemistry is undeniable. And the other two teams, however great, they're still young. And, you know, pressure can get to them. So Fleur de Lis is always cool, regardless of the odds. That's a good point. I mean, and especially in flag football, you, you, chemistry trumps anything. If you look at the, the most successful teams, it's always guys that just have a very good system. Always. It's always going to be like that. It always will be like that. You have to be extremely efficient. We're going to use the word again, Mo. Efficient. And I think Fleur de Lis is probably the most in this, in this division, from what I've seen anyway. I haven't seen too much. Uh, Tyra, no. you said you, you wanted to talk about something. <laughs> specifically. Yeah, so, uh, I, don't even, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, can you explain to us? So, you know, when I uh, started in FPF, it was uh, definitely a very male-dominated um, segment industry. And, you know, I've been around refing for many, many years, some years longer than most of you have been alive. But regardless, <laughs> uh, always been that woman who's been around. And, you know, when I came to FPF, it was quite similar. There was one other girl at the time, Tracy, who was mm-hmm. refing. But now, as the years have gone on, I've been in the I've been in the league about seven years now, and you can see that things are starting to change. The tide has shifted. If I can say, I've brought in three recruits, all from Vanier, all women, all doing well. Mathilde, Zoe, and Lamise just recently. So it's exciting to see what the new generation is going to be. We have the women's division now involved. I think there's going to be a lot more exposure around women in football and how talented we are. And at the same time, I think it's going to be great for the future. Um, Maybe I'll ask a question for future growth here. What can we do better to encourage more women to start playing flag football and especially FBF or referee? There has to be more... I would say promotion around it. You know, it's it's just starting out, so I think it's going to take a little bit of time. But word of mouth goes a long way. Yeah. Um, you know, the FPF has been to my, you know, Rob does a good job of making it as bilingual as possible, but there's a huge market in the French community. That's what it is. So if you can go and, you know, plug those schools and talk about FPF, then you're going to see the division and the interest grow a lot quicker. I I think that in anything, you have to be inclusive. As soon as you're not, it's uh, you, 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 you alienate one person specifically, then other people are going to lose taste also. So as soon as you, you're inclusive to everybody, you open it up. Uh, like you said, Tyra, you got to go to the schools. You got to promote it. You got to make them, you got to show them that like, come, like, you know, have a good time where we're, we want, you know, we want as many as we can, as many girls teams as we can, as many co-eds, as many men, as you know, whatever you want. We want them all. And uh, to your point, it's that we need to do a better job, I think, at putting ourselves out there, you know? And it's there's Absolutely. so many there's so many women I know so many girls that played flag football in high school and I had no idea up until the women's league started in FPF. You know what I mean? I've been playing flag since two thousand five. You know what I mean? So just to say it's like for me to hear about it now is, is shocking. It is shocking because I've been playing football since I was nineteen and that was long ago. Um and it was like five the, years ago, no? It was like five uh, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Ten years ago. Yeah. Ten years oh, ten ago. Years, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, Ontario is huge. Ontario, it's unbelievable. 
the money and the promotion and all the things that go on that promote women's football and how many teams there are. And I'm not just talking like, you know, bad teams, like huge talent. Like yeah. you're playing great athletes. And then the U.S. is unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. when I refed a flag tournament in the U.S., wow, I was blown away. How how'd you, how'd you guys incredible. Do? Oh, I didn't, I, I refed. I rest. Okay. I was just blown away by the talent and how strong these women were. It was really something to see. Yeah. So, Tara, when you I know I asked you last week, but I'll ask you this week. Do you think there's a bit of intimidation from like the higher division teams to say, "Hey, let's sign a Sarah Parker or, or a Vanessa Beery or someone that's very excellent at their position to come play for a higher division team?" Repeat the question, sorry. Is there intimidation from a team saying division four or five to sign up Vanessa Beery or Sarah Parker to the roster? I don't think so. I think that they, I think that these girls have proven their worth. Um, and at this point, you know, their numbers are inexplicable. Vanessa has how many trophies, how many national trophies with her team, the same team, uh, whether, you know, she's, been at her best or sometimes at her worst they pull through so to me sarah parker is the next generation of vanessa beery and you know we can't count out sandrine gabay yet mm-hmm. i think that she's also going to be one of those players who if she continues on is going to do really really well is sandrine your quarterback of the year in your mind because it's a pretty close race with those three names it is. It is a close race, and I think that we'll have to see how the, la- the last couple of games um, play out, simply because I think the level is going to increase depending who's playing who. The thing is, is that Vanessa Berry has no interceptions, and that's huge. And her completion rating, I think it's over 70%. But I think right now, and she has a game in hand over the other two, the other two girls, right now I'd pick Sarah Parker with the 28 touchdowns to be uh, quarterback of the year. But she's she's just so good, and I, we see her play in co-ed, and she's awesome. And we were saying before on the segment before Tyra that I would take Sarah Parker with uh, I mentioned Pineapple Express as a Division three team, put them in four mm-hmm. A or four B, and I think they'll do just as well and be in the playoffs for sure, no doubt. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. she's got a rocket of an arm. She's cool as a cucumber, and I remember uh, a couple years ago um, coaching at Vanier and. Everyone was talking about this girl, Sarah Parker, Sarah Parker. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw her was actually in FPF, refing a co-ed game. And I was like, okay, now I understand what everybody's talking about. And I'm like, I need to find a girl like Sarah Parker. Where am I going to find a girl like Sarah Parker? Where'd she come from? Yeah. Like, she was, you know, not talked about. And then all of a sudden she just blew up and it's amazing. But yeah, they're, they're diamond in the rough, few and far between quarterbacks. Like, I mm-hmm. haven't had a quarterback like that since, uh, 2015, to be honest. You mentioned before Ontario that has money, and now we're talking about schools in Quebec, um, and we know that the private sector makes a, it spends a lot more money than the public sector. And is it going to be hard for these schools to pump to, for these for the government to pump more money, the school board, sorry, to pump more money into uh, something that right now doesn't is, has a little bit of traction? Because it's from what I know, from what I've experienced, is that it's hard to get money out of them. It is. It's, it's even hard to get money at the college level. Yeah. You know, like I coach at Vanier and I consider us to be very fortunate in what we get and as the coaches in terms of gear, in terms of support, in terms of training, 
and facilities, so on and so forth. Uh, and then there's schools that I deem to have, you know, uh, private schools and such that have a lot less than we do. So I don't necessarily think that it's going to happen until there's a progression, which is into the university level. Uh, before that happens, I don't think that they're going to pump more money into FLAG. And it's unfortunate because people would continue on into university, and they've been fighting that fight for a while to get uh, flag football in the university. We had that discussion on Sunday, you and I, with – I forget mm-hmm. who it was that was there. And, and, I, and I said to myself, like, why the bleep is there no flag football league – because you have four power conferences, AUS, RCQ, OUA, and Can West. There's enough playing schools out there. Why can't someone say, hey, let's have ourselves a flag football league for women's at the university level? Well, you know, the, the one thing that makes life complicated, very honestly, is Quebec. Laws and this and that makes things very complicated. So why you sports is not involved or why the other regions are not involved. I don't know all the logistics. I haven't, you know, done a deep dive in to find out. Uh, but from what I hear from people who have been around and who've, you know, gone to other tournaments and such, it's just really, really difficult. And they're not, not for lack of trying, but there's still a struggle. Uh, Tara, I'm going to give you a very different twist on the set of questions over here. Um, obviously, you've been refereeing in uh, Flag Plus for quite a long time. What's your favorite penalty to call? Oh, oh. Don't say whatever the penalty is on Terry Time. Don't say it. Because <laughs> I know you're thinking. My, <laughs> my favorite penalty? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you see the guy do it and you're like, oh, yeah, I got you, I motherfucker. Got you. <laughs> you are OC Dead Blaze. <laughs> You're off. No, those that that penalty sucks because it's it could change the course of the game, especially if it's let's say your best player, or whatever the case may be. I don't like that penalty, but uh, the the one that we get the biggest reaction out of is flag guarding. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh come on, I wasn't flag guarding. My arm was just going or, there. Or not, or the no call, right? The no call where the guy might have flag guarded and the ref didn't see it or didn't call or whatever it is. Yeah. And that's all a matter of angles as well. If you're in the right yeah. spot, you're going to see it. Some guys are, or girls are so good and so subtle that you're going to miss it. It happens. I'm going to expose. Uh, I'm going to expose one player in this league, and I, I forgot who I was talking about with this week. Actually, is Jason Rossi. Jason Rossi flag guards <laughs> every single play. Every single play. If the rusher gets close to him, he kind of like puts the ball down and kind of drops his shoulder. It's a flag mm-hmm. guard. 100% it's a flag guard, and he rarely gets called for well, You know, uh, I don't know if you know, Tara, Jeremy White, uh, he plays for EZW, yeah. I believe. Although yeah. He does that, like, skiers, like, he gets low to the, the Mario ground. Cooper does it also. Yeah, yeah. Like, some people are like, how the hell Serge do you get away with it? Too. Because you're lowering your body. That means you're lowering your elbows, which kind of prevents anyone to get the flag. Yeah. So is that illegal or illegal to From do what, what I understand, does? you're allowed. If yeah, it's tough. It's tough, and that's what I'm saying by the intricacies of flag guarding. Some guys are so flexible and so you know have a way in which they can get away with it. And Jeremy White's one of those guys, and Jason Rossi is eh, you know it's it's subtle. It's holy, subtle. holy bleep! I just looked at the OCUR list. Uh, Alex Eagle Dackler has two. No, nope, I only have one. The other one's a test game. So you try. still have one. I have one. I have, I have one, one also. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I deserved it. I have one also for yelling at my own player. 
Nice. That's true. But encouraging him. Well done. Yeah, encouraging him. Not even like a bad thing. Well, Tara, just to let you know, the OC, uh, the OCs have gone down very low, actually. Not as much as I thought they would have been. So that's a good thing for uh, those who want to avoid templates. Has the penalties gotten lower or are the refs just not calling it? Ah. Uh, that's true. We'll find out. Tara, are you going to join us next week? Three weeks in a row? Yeah, let's do it. All right, three weeks in a row. Tara, you're on next week. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Tara. Thanks Thank so you, much. Thank you, Tara. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. You too. So Tara will join us. Right. She'll join Bye-bye. us next week, three weeks in a row. Book she will in. not. She will. She will not. Uh, no. Eagle. Although she's wonderful. She's awesome. I she's love Tara. Yeah. Captain No Fun over your Eagle. No, no, can't have that happen. It took it took Tara uh, a tight ship. It took Tara a couple of seasons to get into the groove of the kind of the rules because she was used to touching things like that. Uh, but now she's uh, she's pretty good and she explains herself well and she doesn't take a lot of shit from from guys like me who like to yell and it's uh, no, it's good. It's, it's refreshing. She's uh, she's also a super sweetheart. Oh, it's a, little, a long list of guys with OCs, man. I'm looking at this. Jason Crazy. Noel. Uh, Rich Humes with one. Oh, my. Rich Humes. Richie boy, huh? Look at that. I think you uh, got it last game because they're going to a little tussle. Uh, Anyone who plays Ryan in co-ed got an Ryan OC or you are? Yeah. Daniel Spina with one. Julien Proulx with one. Look at that, man. This is a who's who. Shocking, Julien Proulx. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So Shocking. Co-ed. Co-ed, yes. Co-ed 2 didn't have games this week, so there's only four games to take a look at in Co-ed 1. Um, anything caught your eye? Did you happen to score keep any of these games? I did not. I, co-ed is usually on the weekends on Saturdays and Brossard. That is correct. It was I'm, on Saturday, two games in Lachine and two games in Brossard. Unfortunately, and not to install co-ed, but I was not there to score keep, so I cannot uh, drag my way through this. Unfortunately, how would, how would I was insult unable. them if you're not there? Well, because It's actually those. insulting to try and break them down if you didn't yeah, watch the game. If you weren't there, why, why even bother like i'd rather be open say look i wasn't there so i can't bring okay any surprises in the results of these games Let's check them out read them off to us eagle so party mix beat thiracha hot chili sauce 5240 i think i'm surprised by the close yeah score line midtown beat third down for what 32 18 can you open that score sheet this one here yeah it's midtown sure. and third down for what actually because i'm a little shocked at that i think because third down for what i mean it's uh, we, were st- we were talking about it sarah parker jc finev dropping dimes huh Morefinis has done pretty well for himself. Yeah, I'm, I'm more surprised that this is. I think this one is the is the the most surprising one out of all out of the four games that we she saw had 40 there. Forty passing attempts—that's a lot. Well, she's she's uh, she probably she got the ball back twice for two picks, so it's a, it could include could be some penalties here and there. But either way, I think that uh, third down for what losing to Midtown is the more shocking one. Alexi Gomo, Kevin Lubin, Jeremy Murphy, Alex David. Sarah Parker throwing. And don't forget Josh, Josh Murphy as well. Good player. And Josh Murphy. I'm not a, I don't know him, so I can't tell well, you. Brother but Jeremy Murphy. I figured. They look alike. I figured. Long hair? Long hair. Long hair don't care? Yeah. Um, that's the shocking one to me. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. We, we talked about Sarah Parker before with Tara, but well, obviously we're, we're big fans of her, and, she, and she's great. But just looking at that roster, they've been together for a while, too, with this Midtown team. Uh, there's a lot of new guys, that like like Raph Casey's in there. Well, I mean, I didn't see him player. last year. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's the shocking one. But J.C. Fanef, man, doing, doing the damn thing in the co-ed. Well, that's it. I mean, he's been known as a primary receiver for the finest a couple years ago. And now you know, he's a third receiver for the flag one sack. Yeah. And, look, uh, that's a, it's a good team that they have there, but that's a big win for them. And look at the playoff breakdown of – Yeah, so all eight teams make it. Now, again, there's one week left. Um, there are probably going to be some jostling in the middle, but, again, more or less the same. So 1-8-2-7-3-6-4-5, and then that continues onwards. So – Reasonably straightforward to get your way to the finals. Yeah. Uh, any major shifts you can see here potentially with one I think game left? In the sandwich, the hamburger of the of the standings with yeah, four, Power Rangers. five, 
uh, in particular, uh, and Power Rangers included. I think that might be a, a shift of who will finish three, four, and five. But Power Rangers do have a, a pretty sound squad. Yeah, so Overall. to break down the Week 10 games that are coming up, so Therecha Hot Chili Sauce is playing three Hunnas. So 7 and 8 may switch, Switched. potentially. Um, you have Michael Scotch Totch oh, playing third sorry, down Eagle. for what? If if three Hunnas win yep. over Sriracha, who gets the higher seed because of the point differential or is it head-to-head? Uh, head-to-head. It would be head-to-head okay, goes first. Sure. That being said, Sriracha hot sauce, chili sauce beat them 39 nothing in week two. So it would tie them at 1-1 one and one in the head-to-head, so in which case it would go 40. to divisional record, which would which be, be the tied. same, obviously. And then we'll go to points against as the next tiebreak. But hold on. Oh, if, wow. If, if, pardon my ignorance here, but if a team plays another team twice and they split the season series, shouldn't it be point differential in the head-to-head game? No. Although I agree with you, but no, uh, I don't. I don't know if I agree because with that because you, you, we don't isolate any other two games. Why think, would we yeah, isolate think, those? I think two the games? main thing is not everyone actually has a matchup, and so to skip that criteria exactly. or only add it for that one specifically is a little bit like too specific in that one game. But that's the thing, though, right? That's, I, I understand what you're saying, though. Right, because it's it's applied in Sage yeah, University for football and, and basketball. I understood where, the sentence. Where it's like, okay, well, look, if you lose by twenty, you got to win by twenty-one plus. So. I just think that maybe... Yeah, there's no aggregate score in uh, FPF. No, unfortunately. So, yeah. So, uh, that's who's playing. So, Thrasher Hotz is playing 300s. Michael Scotch Tots is playing third down for what? Say it again. So, again, Michael Scotch, five and six. So, Michael Scotch Tots can't go up anymore. Uh, Third down for what potentially could with a win. Speed Academy is playing Party Mix. Uh, that could be a win either way. And then Power Rangers and Midtown play. So Power Rangers could potentially tie them and get to the top of the conference. They have also played in Week 2. Midtown won 27-25. So they would have to win to tie the series and then go to PA. Sure. Wow. Yeah. I, I just lost track. That was Eagles' yeah. breakdown of coin. Yeah, that's, that's quite remarkable, Eagle. In other words... You can potentially move a little bit at the bottom. You can move a little bit in the middle, and you can move a little bit on top. It does basically so you nothing. Basically set. said three nothing. Groups. Three groups. Yeah, of there's a lot of movement. movement. That's there's, a lot of mo- there are, there's a lot of movements possible. Win your game, and you'll get a higher seat. Well, it's, yep. it's it's separation anxiety? Saturday. Separation anxiety. Yeah. Separation Saturday. Like when ego gets separated from sugar, he gets separation anxiety. No, that's depression. Uh, I'm curious <laughs> if. If we put like a box of donuts for Eagle, for I will finish the, it. I've done yeah, it. No, no, but for the road show, I will finish it. And we don't want him because he's gonna crash. You don't I crash. I love crashing. My favorite activity. But let's say because it happens ha- around eleven thirty on the drive to Dunn's, and I'm just like, uh, and then I get a cherry coke, and then I'm good. <laughs> so <laughs> cherry coke. <laughs> so the first game's on a sa- is on a Saturday at two, two o'clock, it. right? Jesus. It's and like all, and all the Red Bulls that you drink there, yeah. the monsters, the monsters, plus the baked goods yeah, from some guys uh, bring Krispy Kreme. Some guys bring and Krispy Kreme. candy and the snacks. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you... How, and here, how haven't you died? Oh, and the burrito. Yeah, and the burrito. Yeah. That's, that's paid by Rob Capanna. How me. haven't you died? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I'm amazing. I'm a freak. <laughs> You're, you know what? Doctors need to like just experiment on You're your body. You're a scientific uh, experiment for years to come. All right. Oh, thanks, uh, man. Div 5. As we go into Div 5 here in hour number 2. Um, we'll go with 5A, Eagle. We'll get that lined up here for... Yes, sir. For Terry Tam and I. For Div 5. All right. So, Div 5, the games that I saw, and I think I did see a couple of games, trying to remember my schedule from this past week uh, for Div 5. Mm-hmm. I asked quick at a few games as well as played in one of them. Well, yeah, I know you played in Div 5A. 
Uh, The games that I saw this week, which I actually did not see. I beg your pardon. So no games I saw. What games did you see this week, Terry? I saw Tip Top Shape versus, uh, uh, what are they called? Ice Up. That was my team. Wow. Great insight. There's one game that we saw. Tell us about it. Uh, You want to know about the game for real? Yeah. Yeah. I I was busting balls. Uh, it was a super tight game, man. There was, I wouldn't say there was no reason why we should have won, but we played tight, and there was a lot of uh, give the ball to Demario. Demario Cooper is probably uh, right now him, Hugo Alamano, the guy I was telling you about yesterday. I forgot his name. Probably the best something Lefebvre. He plays in Division Five. Probably the best kept secrets in FPF. Demario Cooper is uh, a legit player. How the hell did Max bring through for two thirty two and lose to you guys by four? Three INTs, boy. We, we picked him off twice in the red zone. And um, we basically, um, we scored too quick sometimes. And it, we, we we were very opportunistic, I would say. Uh, David Andrade played one of his best games, I think we'd say, all year. Um, he relied he relied on me and DeMario just to get just to create some space. DeMario used his feet uh, on defense. Uh, DeMario was the rusher um, so just to get in Max's face. But for the most part... Our defense shut it down. Like we didn't really let them do too much until uh, in the second half. The second half is where we really, uh, really shut them down. So in the case that it is right now, ice up losing. They're four and four. They have two games left. I think they should get in. Yeah. But do you think they hurt their playoff standings because had they beaten you guys, they would have been five and three. Yeah, it was it was a big win for Tip Top Shape because we needed that win to stay relevant. And uh, with that win, now we're in there. Now we're now we're in the green. Before well, you we control your club. Yeah, we That's control our club. Because uh, but Knights have played one more game than you guys. Yeah. And they're now on the dire straits of yeah. hell. Whereas Big Bar Brand and Voodoo still I think we play Bud Knights. Did you guys play? The, I, I think we're playing them. Are you playing them this week? I think we play them this week or next week because we only have eight. We have, we have two games left. Yeah, so tip-top shape. Next two games left will be... As I go down to your but nights this week Monday nights at a bear and then you guys have mud dogs, uh, mud dogs so. so two teams those are two teams that are fighting for playoffs to stay relevant in the playoffs so uh, that's big for us but but nights I'm not too worried about them actually you know well, what I mean? uh, but nights as you might say best defense as you would go with I think they're in they're in serious trouble right now yeah but for tip top shape though I mean if you guys were to win the, the last two games left you could jump to number five I hope we do jump to number five because I do not want to play balls deep again or MTL loud again. Absolutely not. What about PMS? <laughs> uh, I would rather play PMS than play balls deep or MTL loud. <laughs> well, MTL loud's good. Uh, MT loud, technically. Yeah, they're 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 a good. Oh team. no, they messed us up hard. Yeah, it wasn't fun to play. Them. I scored. Th- I scored. Kept the game early in they the have, season. They have. They have that one guy with the with the dreads. There, what's his name with the braids? Uh, Whedon's Alexander is that his name? Say it again. Whedon's. Is that his name? Widens? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That guy. He is so nasty, man. He is such a good player. And he's a grass kid, I think. So he might he be is. He, they're all grass kids. They all are. Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're a good team. They they can rocket that ball down the field and, and get points with. But, if, but that's that's the thing is we kind of we made the adjustments too late against them. We were just we were we were trying we were playing catch up. Well, but you guys uh, made the adjustments back. No, we did. Game. It was just way too late. Just to start, just to drop cover three. But just they have such athletic guys against us where we're just. You know, we're a lot of role players on our team, right? So but I think for PMS, I know we know these guys, they're a good group of guys, Brad Evans and all those guys, but you're right. I think they might be the more vulnerable of the top three. They always are. Every year they get into the playoffs, they always lose. But I think MTL, MTL Loud would crack these guys. MTL, MTL Loud, to me, is the team that if you get through them, you'll win. 
you'll you you'll win the division. But if they play a team like the U in the playoffs, in the finals, it doesn't work. I don't think it's going to work well for them. I think that the U is probably the strongest playoff team because of experience, because of things like that. But then I look at a team like Balls Deep and yeah. the quarterback, what's his name, uh, Weir? No? Weir. Weir. Really Justin good Weir? player. I like him a lot. Great player, good guy. They have a bunch of good guys on that team. They are another team that I look at them and I'm like, if they, they, they need to figure, like, just they need to get a tough win. Okay, because all their wins have been easy and their losses have been hard. You know what I mean? They need to get a tough win, and as soon as they get that tough win, they're gonna they can go straight to the semis at least, and then see what they see who they match up against in the semis. Uh, I'm curious to see what Spartans do. I know PZ likes to go on the the rant of Hey Mo's anti Spartan. I'm not anti Spartan. They, they just don't win the big game. I'm I'm, I'm with you, man. Uh, we played against them, and we, it was like a really boring 13 to 12 victory. I think for them, um, they have such good talent on their team. They have that one guy, Andrew Grant. Uh, talks a lot, backs it up. Uh, they have Martel, who's he's a freak. Uh, James, when he's on, is not much better than him. Uh, they have a bunch of good role players like Casavan and, uh, and Hernandez. Uh, but for the most part, I just think that it's just it's something is missing with the Spartans. I you don't know, know what it is. You know, I realized I did scorekeep a five game. It was a Bruins victory. That's how bad a game was because they crushed. Uh, oh yeah, who did play uh, ducks and uh, ducks and cover four four eighteen? It wasn't even yeah. close. So guys, looking at conference A here, so one to four are pretty much locked in for playoffs because they all have twelve points. Five to eleven are still up in the air in terms of who's going to finish where because you have two teams at ten points, one at nine, two at eight, and two at seven. So mathematically, Bud Knights have nine games played at this point. So Bud Knights in trouble though. They're, they got the win and pray that everyone loses. Exactly. Yeah. That's so who of that five to eleven is going to get into playoffs and who's going to fall out? If you want to know schedules, let me know. So you need uh, so you need three out, right? So three are going to be out. I say you need to be out. So yeah, you, and Bud Knights have are have nine games played they only have one game left so bud knights to me are out yeah i think big baller brandon's gonna be out too yeah. uh voodoo who they play in their last two games if you uh, so just by the way bud knights are playing tip-top shape yeah me yeah. so that's why they're definitely that's out. why they're gonna lose a yeah. uh, big baller brand has sclsu mud dogs Win. and empty loud loss and voodoo's got uh uh voodoo has uh pardon my swag loss. and ice up loss there you go. Big baller brand's going to yeah, be Yeah, that's not going to switch. I think what, what we're going to see is a change from five to eight. Who's going to who finish those seedings? Who do, the, who do the, the Spartans have left? Spartans have MT Loud and Loss. Longhorns. Loss. No, Longhorns will beat. You think they'll be Longhorns? Yeah, I think they'll be Longhorns because it's they love going deep. Both they teams. do. It's true. So the Longhorns are only covered deep too. So on coverage, it's going to be tight, though, man. I think five to eight, yes. That's going to be tight in, in terms of the matchup. Outside, outside looking in is going to be, uh, from those three teams, is going to – scroll up again, Eagles? Eagles, sorry. Yep, sure. Just a little bit. Yeah, so it's going to be um, Bud Knights. These three teams are going to be out. These three teams. That's so it's going to stay like this. this. Is, one to eight are the ones that you lock. Yeah, you, I think eight, seven. Uh, yeah, they may move around a little bit, but nine, it. ten, eleven are going to finish in some order of nine, ten, eleven. That's so it. How, Six, seven, eight are going to move. How's, how wild is it that Ducks and Cover with three ties could get in with a win and a, and a Roosh loss? Yeah, so one thing to keep in mind here, guys, is that for Conference B, there's a lot more teams with nine games played. So there's not as much fluctuation that yeah. could potentially happen here, right? So um, one to five effectively are more or less locked in unless there's like a super disaster happening, but I yeah. don't think it can really change. So really it's Rancers all the way down to Levoyu, which could potentially, you know, have movement. K-Squad, thanks for playing. Thanks. Yeah, but I think Evolution Fighting Tigers, 
Arush beat Bruins this year. I score kept that game. They have a really good they defense. They did, yeah? Yeah, they did. Show me the roster, Arush. Uh, a lot of former Caravan players on that roster. And uh, they actually have Arush as their T-shirts, by the way. That's awesome. So just to give oh, okay. you guys I recognize a few of his names. Yeah, so yeah, for sure. Arush has Ducks and Cover and Unknown Talent as their next two games. Well, well, what's the first game, Ducks and Cover? Yeah. So that's, that's a playoff game right there. And winner Unknown Talent. Moves. Yeah, but winner, loser of that game is done. Because okay. if Ducks and Cover were to win and Arush loses. Well, that's their last game for Ducks and Cover, right? So that's a, that's a jump, potentially. Well, hold on. See this guy? So who's, what's the order of games then for, for Arush then? Arush is playing Ducks and Cover first, first? and Unknown Talent second. Right, so if they lose, if Ducks and Cover wins that game, they're done, Arush. They're not going to catch Ducks and Cover. No, because they can still catch Tough Lungs. Go back. Yes. Let me see the standings. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's all Cause... good, buddy. I know you're doing a lot of things at once there, Eeks. Yeah, I know. Don't worry, eh, bud? Um. Yeah, Ducks and Cover, Arush. So Fighting Tigers mm. are playing Brotherhood Light and Tough Lungs. Man, this is bad, man. Leave YU are playing Rancers and GLC. What is a Rancer? Uh, they have a Raider logo. Yeah, there's something weird. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, Kisco doesn't count pretty much. Full question. What is a Rancer? Uh, Ducks and Cover, like we talked about, is playing uh, Arush as their last game. And Tough Lungs is playing Fighting Tigers as their last game. If Arush doesn't bring a bunch of Lakmajun and they make the finals, pff, quitting the league. So you're saying that if they make the finals, they have to bring us food. That, that. They got to bring us food. So essentially, if Fighting Tigers and Arush beat uh, Tough Lungs and Ducks and Cover respectively, they get themselves into playoffs pretty much. Yeah, so they control much. their own destiny. Yeah. Lost the route. Yeah, so one one lost the route basically. Yeah, it's it's mind boggling though that three ties can get you in the playoffs. We always talk about ties are the downfall of teams, and three can get you in if they beat uh, Arush this week. They're pl- they're 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 all all over the place kind of thing. Some guys have good offenses, some guys have good defenses. I mean, but for the most part, like if you look at Rancher, don't you like it and Ducks and when Cover, it's like that though? That's the whole it. point. Right? Teams I have strengths and weaknesses. I love it. I love it. I love when there's parity. You go. I, nothing makes my junk hard more than parity. Not even women. They shank. Parity first. <laughs> a solid puts in second. Sears catalog third. Sears catalog. Sears catalog. This running joke. It's we a had. Zeller's catalog. Get it. Uh, Mo uh, Mo says lacking a lie detector test. Get it. Yeah. I, I we had a good laugh yesterday. Get it. It's that. pretty funny. Right, five, five B. Yeah. Stop up uh, hour two with five B quickly here. Um, so five B and. As I load up the page here, as Eagle will get that page up for us as well. 5B, as this internet is super slow. Mine's not, sucker. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Eagle. Okay. Uh, 5B. You want to talk about games of the week first? Like games you watched and saw? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, New Wave against uh, uh, Whack Attack this week. That is a team. Those are both teams. Yeah. New Wave. Against Whack Attack this week. It was last night. It was a barn burner, man. I think it was like... Uh, 31-13. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it was 31-13. It ended at the end. Um, Did it really? Yeah, it ended at the end of the game. The game ended. And then <laughs> the game was uh, over after that. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm you pretty should, sure the game should, ended go- after the game was done, but it was also over at the same time. Mm. Um, yeah, this is the game outside. Yeah, exactly. Jared Gellan. Perfect. Um, so the guy I was telling you about that one of the best oh, kept yeah, secrets yeah, is... Yeah. Antoine Fortin Lefebvre, this guy for Whack Attack, this guy, I don't know who he is, if he's ever played tackle football before, for sure he has, he is such a smart player, he's fast, he runs sick routes, he's got this long hair, he's aggressive, he belongs in like a Div 2 team, for real, Div 2, Div 1, I, I can see him on flag one side, I don't know why he's not on the team yet, but I will say this about uh, New Wave, 
They started off the game super, super slow. Jair threw two picks in his first two drives. All of a sudden, he starts running the ball. Look at his rushing yards. Do I have to? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Bang. Oh, can you do me a favor, Eagle? Corrado Johnston on this team, mm-hmm. the defense, he had three sacks, not two. How did you screw that up? I, Gianni Johnston? Number six. Whoever number six is, he had three sacks, not two. It was Gianni then. But that includes extra point sacks? Those don't count? No, it doesn't. It does not. He got one in the last play of the game. I was too late to... Uh, I pressed end game already. Shocker. And yeah, my bad. And then I had missed one. Because we're coming at the so end. So he has three end. sacks. Can you change that for me? Thank you. Um, you know I have to remove yards and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Remove five each time. <sighs> <laughs> or I'll just do it. Give me your access. I so, even have to produce his scorekeeping job. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course. So, Jar- so Jared, uh, I don't, I don't want to say he impressed me because he used his feet a lot, but he did. But the team impressed me. Or a, a guy on their team that I liked is this guy, Nick uh, Grinch. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He was all over the place. Super aggressive, super aggressive player. But they played sound defense. They, were, they played extremely good against a team that is... Um, how can I say this? They make big plays when they need to. You know what I mean? Whack attack is I've scored kept them a few times. Great guys, but they make big plays when they need to. But they just sometimes they just can't get it done. And I think against a fiery team like New Wave, that's where they lost it. And it's unfortunate because I think it puts them. I don't know where they are now, but they, I think they're like right at the cusp of making the playoffs. So Whack attack. You know what? I saw this game. Whack attack are in the eighth seed right there now. There you go. Right. Yeah. I saw this game quick though on on Sunday Lachine. Chocolate Barracuda over Clinker is winning by four. That's an upset in my books. Uh, I think Clinkers are a far superior team of talent where Barracudas have been playing with house money the last yeah, two seasons. Yeah, but Barracudas, I, so I had the exact same feeling about them, but they have this style yeah. that's very hard. No, 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 that's not true. It's easy to understand once you get it and then it, you can play against it, but they're still very athletic. So if you don't pick up on their style and you don't play against it, you're going to get wrecked. And so in this case over here, I mean, maybe they just couldn't get a stop. And at the same time, Marc-André Delonier was just bombing it downfield. Which well, he does I mean, well, which is the only thing he does well. Yeah, I just think he had a tough day at the office. Yeah. I don't think he was... Like 255. 255, but a lot of his throws were drop balls. Okay. And that's where I think really flustered him because he got so you, frustrated at times. Though. So you think that Clinkers are a better team than Chaka Barracudas? From the experience of what they have, look at the roster. Oh, I know. I know. I, li- I like the roster. <laughs> uh, I like you know, the roster. Tony yeah. Corey, Eric Conte. Philippe Osan, you know, he's not he's nothing to laugh at no. either. Alex de Dubois. Good, uh, good he's gotten better, man. Good players. He's, he's gotten better as a player. So I think they are a better roster of experience of the wealth. But when it comes to the big play, Sonny Elias, even though he did get chewed out by his team at times for not reading the field as well, he's gotten better as a quarterback in the last 12 yeah. months. But I think it's because of guys like Chris Wilson and uh, Williams and uh, Luce Pierre that have actually helped them develop, right? I mean, they're calling for balls and they're left wide open. They're winning the one-on-ones and they're making it easy on him. Okay, Luce Pierre, can you get his head shot for me, please? Do I have to? Are we yes, still in 5A or 5B? 5B. B. Does he not look like Takeo Spikes, former NFL player? Yeah, he does. He I does swear look like to Takeo God. I, every time I see Luce Pierre, I go, man, it's Takeo Spikes. Somehow they're related to each other, somehow, somewhere. So Takeo Spikes looks like Luce Pierre. Luce Pierre looks like Takeo Spikes. Uh, we have a comment from chat from Ignacio Valdez uh, Mazanad. Manzanedo saying uh, Booger Tam because instead of Booger McFarlane Mo the game ended at the end of the game back to you Mo <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know um, uh, watch the wild card game between the Houston Texans and the Buffalo Bills where unfortunately Booger McFarlane had a big fumble in describing the play yeah, yeah. yeah he's had a few 
Is that before or after he drew a dick on every single telestration he does? He, it's crazy, eh? <laughs> I think he does it on purpose now. By the way... Um, I just think he's stupid. Not to, go oh, off, too. not to go off course here, but it appears ESPN is trying to acquire Al Michaels. To yeah, and Payne Manning. Payne Manning, yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, we should go to the uh, uh, trivia night at Honey Martin. We should. Oh, I'm down, we're man. gonna plug it. Let's, let's do it. it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's all right. Get, let's get Ignacio I'm fucking right down, now. man. Can you call it Ignacio now to get him on air? Yeah, get him let's on. Cool. I could, but I'd rather keep our show running. But uh, I'll call get him up, the details. Five, five minute call. Five minute yeah, call. Yeah, two minute call, please. That's not thirty second call. Eagle, that's how it don't works, call man. him. Don't call him. It's okay. You know what? Sorry, the, Ignacio. Eagle, the, don't want to call you. The phone call ended before it ended. While it ended, yeah, it's exactly. over. Exactly. It ended at yeah. the end. So. It ended at the end of the phone call. Exactly. So we make that as t-shirts. It ended, it at, ended the at, at the end of the end. game. <laughs> the game ended when the score was when the time oh, ran out. Wait, wait, wait. Honey Martin six and one right now. By the way, you kind of segue into that though. They're six and one. That division though is is a death row because you have leftovers, Los Bandidos, Blackouts, Honey Martin, all within a point or two points of each other for one through four. I still think there's a lot to be played in these next two games with these top four teams. I think we'll see a, a shift of who will finish in the top four of that playoff bracket. So it's it's always comes down, especially that's why I like that we split the divisions in two, especially in division five, because it always comes down to this. And uh, Eagle, you're going to have to help us with a little bit of the um, of the scheduling there. Yes. How come you have it like that? I don't have it like this. About no, scroll up, scroll up. Click on the playoff standings. Playoffs. Oh, okay, my bad. I'm stupid. Playoffs? playoffs? I, really, I really am booger time today. So, um, wait, just for you guys, I'm going to get this taken care of. So it, it ended at the end. So It ended at the end. It ended at the end of the game. Oh, we're, call, we're actually calling him, Ignacio. That's how it worked, man. Had a really good I, got the, I got the first question. Yeah. Make it quick, though. Yeah, don't worry. You have a trivia Does, question for him? Does he know we're calling Hello? Iggy. Ignacio. Hey, hey, how's it going? Iggy, we have a question for you. Multiple choice. Yeah. Ooh, it's a multiple choice question. Multiple yeah, choice question. I'm going to give you three options, okay? So when does the game end? At the end of the game, <laughs> when the clock stops, or when Mo decides to speak English? Or D, when the game is over. When the game is over. It's clearly option D. It's always D when always D. when it's not. Yeah, when it's not C, it's D. So <laughs> you are incorrect. The answer C. is E. All of the above. All of the above. So why why is it that PZ craps on Honey Martin as being what fake kings? Fake kings. The fake, false, false kings. kings. I, false kings. I, I I really don't understand it. I I don't. Uh, it's that's peas being peas. That's fine. I'm okay with it. We uh we take on the heat, we uh we we use it as fuel. We also use beer as fuel from Honey Martin, but uh, we'll take the uh, peace criticism and and uh, and use that to be a better team. So, uh, Ignacio, I'm going to give you about thirty forty five seconds. Plug your trivia night. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. And I don't have to eat hot wings with it. Okay, I'll plug it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Honey Martin trivia Tuesday nights usually uh. 9 to 2 a.m. roughly. Oh, five um, hours. That's a lot of trivia. It's <laughs> a lot of, of weight. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's six. Yeah, it's six rounds of trivia. Uh, Ten questions per round. Uh, free drinks if your team wins. Uh, I usually bring some chips because, uh, you know, you get pretty hungry late at night. So uh, some food prizes, some drink uh, prizes. A uh, lot of fun. It's a lot of good times. Okay, so when... Address? Sherbrooke Street, right? Yeah, somewhere on Sherbrooke Street. Yeah. 5913 Sherbrooke Street West. Yeah. 59 in NDG. Sherbrooke Street West. NDG. 
What's the parking look like? It's good parking. All right, because NDG. Uh... No, no, it's after five, nine. Right? After nine p.m., it's 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 all oh, it's all good. There you go. All right, Sold. Ignacio. Let's all do right, it. Ignacio, you won the trivia uh, competition here. Thanks, Ignacio. Congratulations. Cool. All right, thanks, guys. Good Thank night. Good buddy. <laughs> all right, perfect. If you are a viewer, feel free to reach out to us, and we will call you and interrupt our entire flow of the show. That's how we. I roll. think that's good. No, Thanks, we, Mo. Uh, oh, we wanted to talk a little bit about the fringe teams here. Yes. All right, give uh, me broke boys. Rest of the schedule for broke boys. Well, Chalk Barracudas. That's the big one. We're for doing them, uh, the bottom section. Cover yeah, first, exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. All right. So for broke boys, they got two games left. Yeah. They are going to be playing uh, Thundercats and Honey Martin. Thundercats. I love that name. I'm Thundercats in the eight, eight hole right now, so that's an elimination game right there. Well, not really, but yes. Well, elimination, but yeah. It's because when do they play them? Last game or, se- or, or game week Next nine? week. Next week. Okay. So, yeah. so it's not yeah, elimination it's, yet. It's, it's pretty uh, big because if you win that f- football game, you are not going to jump over that team for the head-to-head, though. Why is it highlighted in, as another kind of green? The top division, two? Uh, because division, the top two have the, the top of the divisional division. seeds. Divisional leaders. So oh, leftovers so get... and Los Bandidos are winning their divisions. Okay, and then the rest three to eight are the wild card. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Thank Chocobar you. Thank though, you. big win for them. So they're still in the thick of the playoff. They race got now. Green Monster 2.0, and then they have Thundercats. Yeah, and that could be another elimination game right there against Green Monster 2.0 and Thundercats. So yeah, they they are in it now. I, look, I think they do get in Chocobarakudas, and they'll be your seventh seed in the playoffs. Okay. You want to go conference A? Uh, yeah, actually I do. I'll go quick here, conference A. Give me a town schedule. Uh, Lockdown. A town schedule. They have Whack Attack and Warriors. Oh man. Oh, those are some Boy. good games right there. Yeah, I love watching a town play. Yeah, it's gonna. Be I love watching Whack Attack play and the last one Warriors. Warriors. Well, like the reality Warriors, is, Warriors are good. I, I watched them destroy. Um, we don't watch them play this week. Do they audible in Greek? No, they're they're Italian most of them. Oh they're, yeah, they there's only one, one, two Greek guys. Yeah, yeah, they played. Uh, there's they two played Greek guys on the team: Wednesday. Peter and Sava. Oh, okay, yeah, the rest of them are Italian, and not they're not even Italian. Like there's uh, John is Italian. Uh, the Soleimani brothers are Italian. One guy's name is Be- Beard Be- Bird or something like that. He's actually the, probably their best player. The Sean snapper Bayard. Yeah, the snapper number fourteen. The yard. Baird? Yeah, whatever it is, he's probably their best player. But yeah, they're a good team. Warriors, I like them. I like watching them play. Um, who did they beat this week? They were hot sauce. They beat hot sauce. Hot sauce well, yeah, forty six forty. Yeah, that and was next a week. Burn. They have goats and then eight down to finish. Uh, but no joke, QB controversy. Hot sauce sports. Oh, yeah, Will Power. I, I don't. I don't see why they should go back to peas. Nothing against peas, or why uh, I think peas should stay in Division Six. You just spat on peas's ego right now. No, but I've told him this. He knows. I've told him this. Just snap. But where's John Sebastian going to go? Right wide. Put him there. He has good hands. Yeah, wide bench, wide bench, but but would he, would Peas be okay with it though? No, he wouldn't. But the thing is, it's Peas' team, so he can do whatever he wants. So does does Hot Sauce have a chance of actually getting into playoffs at this point in your mind? They have <sighs> no. no Wave and Absolutely. Brewers at their last two games. No, no because Peas is going to come back. They have two games left. He's going to come back. Food poisoning, bum ankle, Peas. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's great. Uh, Alignment of the stars for him to come back and do. And well. then Mean Girls have no chance because they have they, nine games played and four. They don't points. wear shirts under their tank tops and they're all. Well, hairy. that too, but. Yeah. But they were they were pretty uh, confident. Their bravado was, "We'll see you in the playoffs." I'm like, yeah, right, yeah. Man. Not so much. After the first game, I saw you. I, I score kept your games. No way were you guys making the playoffs. Mean Girls not going to playoffs no. because Division Five is stacked with teams that know how to play football. 
And the Mean Girls are lacking. They brought that one guy in, the quarterback there, the young kid. I forgot his name. He's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's he's a pretty good quarterback. He's not bad. If they yeah. brought him in earlier, I would have yeah. said, you know, maybe. He was nice enough. He, hey, do you, got, you have my number? I'm like, yeah, man, no worries. Yeah, good, good guy. Go. Nice guy. Cool. All right. That's it. Hour two done. Hour we got one more. Up. Hour three coming up. Woo-wee! Division what do we got? One, two, we got Division One, four. Division Two, Division Four, both A and B, and we got an interview with, I guess, newly inducted Hall of Famer Sean Saint Leo Abraham, my teammate, my quarterback. Is he, this is in That's my quarterback. Now. He's in Laval now. No, no, he's in East End. They moved to Laval. No, he's close here. He kept on trying to schmooze his way in here. I told him no, you're not allowed. Yeah, it's true. Screw him. Yeah. He messaged you too? Yep. He messaged me, you, you Simon. You're going to case of wine, and I say, get the fuck out what of here. What about yeah, TV? Yeah. If you brought TV. He told me, he's TV. like, apparently you don't want me there. I'm like, yeah, I don't want you there. I actually would have. Nobody wants you, Sean. All right, hour three coming up. So it looks like uh, Shea Weber lost a fight to Mikhail Sugarchev. A fight? Yeah. Can we get it? Connor McKenna. Shea Weber losing that fight to Mikhail Sugarchev was a painful moment on a number of levels. Yeah. It's also a perfect <laughs> illustration of how this organization is and where they seem to determine to stay. So I don't know. Uh, it's a little, a little dramatic, Connor McKenna. I'm a fan of you, Connor, but that's a little dramatic. Oh, we need to. Can we get the fight up here? Or let me. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, yeah. Check right Reddit. We're doing the four now? Uh, yeah, we'll do the one, four. Two. One, two. One? So we did one. Let's see. Shayor is trending right now. Hold on here. Oh, oh there it is. There it is. Okay, oh, chirping, two chirping. No, Eagle's going to get it up. Eagle's going to get it up. It's on Twitter. It's on Twitter? Yeah. All right, let me get it on Twitter. Oh, oh he missed. Oh, it's because oh, he missed. He missed. Come on, man. No. I'll put my left nut on the line. Oh, there. no, Weber, here we go. It's oh, still oh, going. It's, yeah, it's going back up. 
going back up. Sergeyev was a big boy. I didn't think he was yeah, that he big. He's pretty big, yeah. pretty solid. There's whole nothing. Oh, they stopped it. Now. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I want to see it again. I want to show. I want all the fans to see it. Eagle. Yeah, I'm not too sure if that was really. I want uh, the FBF community to watch it. No, I don't think that's really a fight. Okay, so Sergeyev. It's going to be up here for everybody. Oh, man. Just he, be patient. Okay, you got one right in there. Just I'm be wa- patient. I'm watching man. right now, man. Just be patient. I'm watching it right now. I'm looking for it's. It's on Twitter. Yeah, yeah Connor type McKenna. In, type in Shea, Shea Weber. You'll uh, find it. I did. Brady Trinidad. Oh, he got a couple of rights in there. He missed, and then he went down. Can you just give me the goddamn Twitter handle? Uh, here's your replay. Here's your here's your replay. Some riveting podcasting right here. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he uh, does radio for a living. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, well, let's uh, dive into Div One, Div Two. Uh, as Eagle get the fight up for us, it's like we're like streaming a fight. By the way, did you hear about this? What a fight? Um, so the Fury fight, yeah, Deontay Wilder fight, right? They had about eight hundred fifty thousand buys for it at eighty dollars a pop, right? <clears throat> Not me. I waited five minutes and then watched it on YouTube. Okay, for free. so so here's the thing, right? <laughs> oh, there get... it is. There it is. Let's watch. Right to him. Whoever can't get out of there fast enough. And oh, you got one jab in, one over the head. Listen. Don't get me wrong, Sergeyev did work, but that wasn't a beating. I don't think he's done yet. He's not done yet. Shea Weber and Mikhail Sergeyev scrapping here at the end Danny of the Robinson. second. Line's been taking two other players off the ice, so there's no one there to break this one up. You can see blood on the back of Weber's jersey at the top. Well, a lot of frustration there at the end of the period. Tampa Bay taking liberties. Weber. Okay, I'll ask you over that question on Tuesday. All right, so um, <laughs> before we get to Div 1, Div 2, so there was 850,000 buys of this pay-per-view, which is pretty decent for this heavyweight fight. So, so a very, guy was good. on ESPN Radio. You know how many people streamed it? Illegally? Yeah. Take a guess. Probably, I'd probably say 10 times that number. What do you think, Eagle? I'd say 5 million. How actually. many people actually bought it? 850,000 bought it. Yeah. So $80 a pop, that's whatever number it yeah, is, yeah. right? So how many people Let's you say think five million? I was gonna say ten million. You're close. Ten to twenty million. Yep, I was gonna streamed say the fight. Yeah, five to ten percent was gonna say actually purchased. It was it. crazy, man. Conversion rates very crazy, low that dude. That upwards of twenty million people. The thing about plus, bo- the thing about also boxing? remember the people that are actually watching the game uh, or the fight illegally is not one person. No, right? it's, it's a someone's getting it for oh, like yeah, their for posse sure. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. The thing about Why boxing like compared to compared to the UFC is that boxing doesn't do much to stop the stuff. The UFC does a lot to stop this stuff. Yeah. Like, if I even, if I'm watching a stream illegally for 15 minutes, chances are it's going to get pulled down. The UFC is super good. And you'll never see any highlight of the fight anywhere for like three weeks on YouTube. Anywhere for UFC. Boxing, I watch the entire fight at 12.30 at night. That's not always true. You know, you can watch the entire uh, uh, McGregor fight. You've Where? been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. Yes, you can. You can watch the entire thing on Hot Sauce Sports Instagram account. We still have it up. But we haven't been flagged yet. Phenomenal. Okay, so let's talk. 40 about, seconds long. Let's talk about Division 1, Division 2 now. Um, ugly loss for Yuxu against uh, I know, they suck. STL. They are garbage. Well, I'm not, you guys aren't garbage. I think it was just a dud of a game for you guys. Uh, Hollow Act did not play well. Uh, don't blame Hollow. No, I'm, I'm not blaming him, but... You can't blame Hollow when the first drive we had three drops, two of them for touchdowns. No, no. I'm not One bl- of them was actually a touchdown, but they didn't call it a touchdown. But the reality is, it is set up for Hollow Act to win this title. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Maher's going to win. He has like two games in hand, and he's I'm talking over. about the Division One title. Oh, the championship. Yeah, okay. Championship. 
It's set up for you guys to win. Like, I mean, finance will never be the same again. STL is peaking, and that might be the, the matchup with you guys against them round two. Well, it's it's people always – well, people. Some people say oh, you and Braves have a rivalry because of the finals. Our biggest rival has always been STL. The reason why is because we played against them in every division. We played against them in division B to two to one now, and we've always had good games against them. We've had uh, games that ended on the last play, uh, blowouts like this one. We've blown them out. They've blown us out. It's always been back and forth. Mm-hmm. The issue with this game, I can only talk uh, for our, for us, for you can't sit with us, it wasn't Holowack. By far, it was not Holowack. We dropped way too many touchdowns, and we were super flat on defense. Like To the point where if I'm giving you shit, because I, I don't even play defense. If I'm giving you shit, it's because you're not playing good enough. And we, go, we let them get into our heads. And that's exactly what happened. Dylan played flawlessly. He had Paul Pierre down the middle open almost every single time. Sean Steen uh, with that crazy catch. Oh, right Sean! Yeah. Well, the thing about that play was that it, it fell right into his bucket. But it was like, like four bodies of traffic. Hell. It was, it was, it was literally James Ohan and Chris sandwiching. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. Caden uh, Marshawn yeah. Wright yeah. and Sean Steen, and it fell right into Sean Steen's hands. Sean Steen's over a great the player. top. Yeah, it Sean Steen's hair, eh? best hair in the league. Dreads, brother. That's Man, it's long though. Super long. Well, I think. Look, it, it's pretty. Indicative now, it's the Braves' division to lose with two games left. Um, unless the Braves were to lose one of the last two games, then maybe you guys would get the one seed back in your favor. But with their schedule left and their two games is God Scales and STL. Yeah, I don't, it's not likely. And the way the playoffs in Division One work is the top three get a bye. Uh, four or five play each other. Six is eliminated. The winner of four or five plays one. Two and three play each other. Yeah. So it looks like STL and you can't say with us are going to play each other first round. Yeah, I think that's going to be a fun matchup, right? But, I mean, obviously things can change. You never know with God's schedule yeah. two games left. But remember, they lost to STL and that was a fireworks. But STL has one game left and it's against yeah. Braves. I don't know, guys. The app test, they still have a full season. <laughs> well, like they, they still got nine games left, you know? They're undefeated right now. If you project their numbers, they yeah. are going to go 10 Yeah, they are. Yeah. But here's the thing. What the fuck? But AB, app, app test ABC, they suck, man. Holy oh, they're, shit. They're they're awful. Okay. Finest, though, I, I think... Um, <laughs> Do you think they have a chance to fall out of the playoffs? Uh, uh, yeah, I said at the beginning of the year, finals are going to be outside looking in. And it's going to be so weird to see Kevin Wyatt not in the playoffs. Because every year he's always been in the playoffs. Okay, well, so let's talk about the games from this week. There's only two. Yes. God Skills is playing Flagmall Sack. That was a crazy game, too. Uh, no, it's coming up. It's coming up this week. Oh, right? okay. I thought you meant the game yeah. last And Finest is playing Yixwu. Yes. That's a Monday night, right? Yeah. Hebert? So yeah. FMS is playing God Skills. Yes. And that's their last game. Finest is playing Yixwu, and that's their last game. And then God Skills plays Braves in Week Eleven, and then Braves also plays STL in Week Eleven. But I, so I let's say let's say God Skills beats Flagmoa, and you can't say then Finest stay in, right? No, no, and you can't say with this beat the Finest. It doesn't. They don't stay in automatically. They have head to heads. Uh, f- let me check Finest FMS. I think they went zero two against Flagmoa. Uh, Finest beat S- FMS twice. Yeah, exactly. So Finest are in then. So, fin- so oh, Finest Flag beat FMS twice. Need to win. So I'm going to say something about Flagmon Sack. They've legit, I don't think they've fielded a full team more than twice this year. No, no, they haven't. I, I haven't seen Vondra. I saw Vondra once they, when we played against them. Other than that, I haven't seen them. And I've watched like three or four of their games. They against us, the, the yeah, against us last week, a couple weeks ago, they had random guys and they still did well. Which goes to show why Alex Nando Pews is probably the best quarterback in this league now. Most vital cog of that whole. Offense. Oh, for sure. Especially two way, man. That guy's unreal. But here's the thing with, with 
with five more sack, I mean, they can still get in if Fines were to lose and they were to win their game yeah. this weekend, and that means Fines would be in the outs. But but I wouldn't discount if Flagmore Sack got in. I mean, I wouldn't want to face them. No, me neither. In, in a one-off, um, in the scenario that it would be, it would be if I'm Ukes, well, Braves most likely than not. I'm kind of like, oof, I don't have the easiest semifinal matchup than I would have thought of yeah. in the one seed. Yeah. So. I mean, it's tough, man, but I think STL right now, they're riding their five-game five, five game winning streak. But even I think I said it last week, even when they were, uh, they were about 0-2, 0-3, I I saw Theo at the field and I told him like I'm really not worried about them like I knew they were gonna figure it out. Paul Pierre, man, Paul Pierre has such a a way of just getting his teams to win. You know what I mean? Dylan is ice cold sometimes, and and Theo obviously we know we know how good Theo is. And then the surrounding cast they have Quaid fills in. He's a sub. Quaid Johnson's a sub. You know what I mean? So they have the guys to play. Um, and I knew the Division One there's gonna be one team out. I knew it was gonna be the finest because. There are, the last couple of years they've been inconsistent with their roster. I don't know how Kevin can't recruit. I mean, get some get some players. You're 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 considered probably the best player in history of flag football. But the problem is that it's too I- exclusive. Not, I must say not inclusive, but they're more exclusive of what he feels comfortable with. But okay, instead you're going to be bringing in guys that people suggest when you can just talk to somebody and say hey, or maybe go watch a div two, div three game. Bring some guys in. Sebastian Casillasone doesn't play on a div one team. Um, who am, a, a guy like maybe Joel Malkin doesn't play on a div one team. Um, I don't know if he'd play, but just to say Hugo Alamano doesn't play on a div one team. These are all guys that are very good players that don't play. I'm not saying that they're they're game breakers, but they're they're not in Division one. I'm sure they would like the opportunity. There's plenty of guys in the league that would like opportunity. Just ask the question. All you have to do is ask the question. I, I wonder if maybe they're if they're resting on the laurels of arrogance, perhaps saying, "Well, you know, you can still roll with these guys one last kick at the can." But, but who's who's their top six, Mo? Well, Keyshawn Thompson has done well, but that's the problem, though. Kirouac, he, Keyshawn, and Kevin, Jermaine, the KKK. <laughs> wow. Um, Jermaine, who's their fifth? That's a rotation. Exactly. That's a rotation. So you can't rely on four. Those four guys are 100% Div 1 caliber players. You can't rely on four guys to win when the other teams are fielding eight. You can't say what they're fielding seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, they might have some um, playoff issues, though, because I believe they have, what, Frank, Janai, Lewis. uh, Oh, Janai's filled in. He's he's a really solid player. Uh, Olivier Boldage is in there too he's been in the league for a long time uh, experience but, but these guys are not, not the best Jerry Taylor was supposed to be on the roster he can't play because University of Montreal is not letting him yeah. uh, Francois Ugg I mean he's a rusher primarily Guillaume Ward was supposed to be on the team didn't play for some reason um, Pat Jerome hurt his wrist so he was out from the get go yeah Josiah Pennycook I mean uh, it's just it's all year it's just been up and down up and down and I don't know what's going on with these guys man. it's like figure it out if you want to play in Division 1 if you don't, then go to Division Two. Yeah, so like the reality well, I don't, is, Kevin can't throw in Division Two. No, no not he yet. Can't. Anyway, no, not yet. But I think Father Time might be catching up to this team ever so rapidly. In but but then I watch Kevin play with nobodies and still drop but, dimes. But look at the game stats. Uh, Eagerly pull up the game finest loss to um, Got Skills. I think it was this week. And I'll give you the the stat line from this game. So they played Got Skills on Sunday. Okay, opening drive. Went 12 plays. Kevin White did not score a touchdown. So, in the peak finest of dominance, the first 12 plays, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns minimum. Minimum. But now he goes 12 plays, can't score. Well, he doesn't have a deep threat, Mike Harrington or Guillaume Ward. He doesn't have that. He has Matt Kirouac, who's very reliable, probably one of the. I can't say he's not one of the best snappers 
in the history of FPS. But look at that stat line, man. 120. One I mean, of the best rushers, too. 125 yards. Why I forget that in the first, like, four series of a, of a Ke- game? Keyshawn's making a case for either receiver of the year or two-way player of the year. Yeah, he, he's going to be an all-star, I think. He's going to be an all-star for sure. But that's by default because of the, the lack of talent of exactly. who Wyeth trusts. How Kirwak only has two catches for eight yards is beyond me, man. What is going on? What yeah. is going on? What is going on outside right now? I hear some noise going on right now outside. <laughs> I but, don't know. Uh, I don't know. But this, like, this was an ugly game from the get-go. Uh, Wyeth got stopped. They, they stopped God's skills at, at the finals one. They get the ball back. Wyeth goes for it on fourth and ten from his one. He gets stopped. And Nixon Tolman scores from the one-yard line. It was a low passing effort from both quarterbacks, but the reality was there was, again, far too many, too many mistakes from the finest end that had led them to lose this football game. These are the two and a pick six. Yeah, and yeah. a pick six. These are the two teams that, uh, as a, on a Div 1, and Div 1, I'm not worried about. You want to talk Div 2? Yes, Div 2. Dive into Div 2, please. Sean Avery will join us in a few minutes. Um. Score kept the Norwood guard game. It was a joke because they played no cap who were missing guys, so they were down 12 nothing early on. So, I mean, it was more like a joke of a game for Norwood guard. They'll go into the playoffs, I think, 10-0. and I think it's pretty obvious. Norwood guard? Yeah. Who do they play this week? Uh, Norwood guard, I believe. They have terror squad this week. Hey, you know what? And that might be a round two matchup, by the way. Might be a round two matchup. Yeah, it's true. Uh, in terms of just who's kind of on the outside looking in, Killa Bees have two games left. They also lost a lightweight this week. Yeah, yeah. so does lightweight get in? So Lightweight's going to get Killa, in. They're, Killa they're Bees be no is playing Bad Boys and Terror Squad. Oh, done. Forget them. Lightweight is, is playing. playing No Cap and Lee Stud. Yeah, that's, that's so the So Lightweight is going right to play there. No Cap. Lightweight, you heard it here, is going to beat No Cap. Yeah, that's that's limited. Which right means that no cap has no more games left, and they lose their head to head to lightweight. Which means that lightweight is going to be in the freaking playoffs. Yep. That means Simone Dagne might be going to the roadshow as a finalist. That's they're going to play NR in the first round, and they're going to lose. How crazy would it be if Simone Dagne pulled off the unthinkable and wins a Div Two title? You know how crazy it would be. That never make never say those words again because it's never going to happen. What's the odds right now? If we oh, odds. okay. Right now, if I say for a lightweight to win this, the, the finals? The whole thing, yes. They're not 80, even in playoffs yet, and we're talking about winning the finals. 85 to 1. Like, hold on, Eagle. Can you look it up for us? Leicester City. Same, they, same odds that Greece got to win the Euro when the tournament started. Well, that, 85 wait, to 1. That's a smaller number of teams, though. Leicester City, when they won the English title league in 2016, what were their odds? Was uh, it 5,000 to 1? 5,000. It was some crazy 5,000 to 1. Literally 5,000 to 1. Yeah, exactly. Put a dollar in Yeah, one guy, I think, bet like 50 pounds on it and won some crazy money. That's crazy. But would we we go 5,000 to 1 odds for lightweight? No, 5,000. 85 to 1 is a good number. Because if they win next week against a team that only has one more win than they do, it's that you have to take that into consideration. Then they're in the dance. But look at Underachievers 2.0. They're starting to creep up now, and they could be your number two seed. And who's your next game against Eagles? They have Lee Studs. Studs. And that's. I'm a bit disappointed in the Studs. I thought they I'm would not. have been a, a 7 1 team. Well, the thing is that them two with inconsistent rosters, they had uh, two games, I think, where Calhoun didn't play. Uh, well, also, they, I mean, if you look at their games played, they lost to NR by two points. Yeah. They destroyed that was a good Killabies. game, by the way. They lost to BYOB. They lost to No Cap, and then they lost to Terror Squad. They beat Taco Tuesday. They beat Taco Tuesday. They beat BYOB in the match a rematch. Uh, they beat Bad Boys. So, yeah, no. I mean, of of the games they lost, maybe you can argue they should have beat No Cap. Lay studs. 
but the thing is, they played no cap with their backup. It wasn't Caron there. I know, but that's it. Like, if okay, Caron's so there, maybe, it's a very different story. Maybe they're five and three, but I don't know how you got seven and one. Like, do you really expect them to beat uh, Terror Squad? Yeah. Mm, if no, you have, if you have a full roster of. No, they have three guys in their team. They have uh, Caron, La Flamme, and uh, one other guy. I'm always forgetting his number. Give me the roster. Right now. Ty Fair is very good. Emil Ty Fair? Yeah, exactly him. He's a very good player. And then La Flamme. Pretty much all they have. They their, def- their defense sucks. They basically rely on Caron. They're. They're a good team, but they're it's just that I don't see them as a seven and one team. Mo. Well, like, Mo's crazy. No, I'm not crazy for this one because you got Emmanuel Capella, who's a good player both ways. Won a great cup with Winnipeg, by the way. Uh they got Ty Fair, who's an excellent receiver. Laflamme's very good, but yeah. you know, Nathan Laflamme, that is. They have guys that have a rapport with Caron from their tackle days. And look, they're gonna be what? A six seed, maybe a four or five at best. Yeah. I wouldn't want to face them in the opening round. Of the oh, if oh, as Taco Tuesday, I want to face studs in the oh, playoffs. Oh, so let's just uh, let's do some work over here. You go. Let's work some backroom strings and get that to happen. Then no, I want ta- Taco Tuesday. I want to play the studs. Captain Constipate is not going to do anything for you. Nope. No. Never. Captain Why would Constipate. Yeah, yeah. constipated. Because you don't constipate people, you are constipated. Yeah. I don't know. Mo does that to my eardrums. No, I think it's all the sugar you eat. Yeah, a lot of sugar you have. You go. Uh, let's get Sean Avery. You're going to die at 36. No. 37? Maybe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they so, can't hear that, eh? So we have to continue talking. Yeah, Sean I always Avery. forget right. about that. Sean Avery will join us now as well. My quarterback, talk. man. Taco Tuesdays. Yeah. I bet you he doesn't answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here he is. Sure oh, is. my yes. God. Yes. Okay. All right, Sean. Sean, uh, what's this incessant need for you to message everybody that works for me and ask them to come to the podcast? What did you say? I can't forget uh, it. Okay. <laughs> Sean, your wow. thoughts, uh, your your reaction when you found out you're going to the Hall of Fame as the 11th best quarterback in Division Two, 12th, 12th. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How are you? Yeah, how's it going, Mo? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm good. You know, get straight to it, right? <laughs> right yeah, away. That's, that's how radio works. That's how radio Shit. works, Sean. We don't need introductions. We know who you yeah, are. Yeah, you're the Hall of Famer, Sean Mazeltov. Yeah, I guess. It's Congrats. Fake, Congrats, buddy. Congrats. So, sorry, right. what did you say now? Uh, your thoughts when you found out you are going to the Hall of Fame. Obviously, I was happy, you know, but I feel like uh, a little bit overdue, you know, personally. But, uh, yeah, I was happy, of course. Were, were you, you know, crying? Especially with the guys that went in. Were you crying when you found out? Was it like tears of, of joy? Oh, no, no. It, it was like the Italian parade, you know, like they, they blocked the streets, they, they marched the streets, you know, like the flags, everything. It was great, yeah. Oh, by the way, are you living in Laval or St. Leonard? I'm close to you. I'm in St. Leonard. Oh, he I'm like three li- blocks away. He never lived in Laval, man. I thought he lived in Laval, no? Come on. No kids yet. When did he live in Laval? Never, never, never. Oh, anyway. You're in the washroom, aren't you? No, no, I'm watching the Houston Rockets get crushed. Um... Oh, this makes for great that. radio. Asking someone, "So what are you doing today?" Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look, you see this? Dak just went to Oakland. I can't believe it. What? Huh? What? He's, wow. He's trying to fuck me. What? He's trying to yeah. fuck with what? me. What? <laughs> what? What? So, talking so, about Sean, quarterbacks that are overpaid. How is your quarterbacking going this year? <laughs> yeah, so, I know, 
So Sean, um, I, we were just talking about we were doing we were talking about Div Two. We were giving it a rundown, and I said they, Mo was saying that studs should be seven and one. I said we lost the studs, and I would love to play them in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Dak did not go to the Raiders. I know. You want to play? Yeah, I wasn't there for that game, so know. you know. I mean, I don't know how it was, but uh, you know, from what I see, you know, they're all outdoor players, and you know, they're kind of adjusting to the indoor game. So yeah, I would take that matchup for sure. I would take that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I mean, most crazy. He thinks studs are all yeah, of a sudden. There's this team. Crazy. He thinks they're a bunch of studs or something. They are studs. Uh, Sean, when you look at the division now, I mean, no regards running away. They'll be your one at at ten and zero eventually. Um, do you think they're the best team, or do you think they, they have some weaknesses to their team that you can exploit, perhaps? They're the best team. They'll probably make it to the final. Very good. Corey's having a, a year like like no other, obviously, you know, but he's never there, so I don't know what his status is for the playoffs. I'm sure he'll find a way. He was there against us. <laughs> yeah, right but he's he missed like two games or something now. Yeah, he's got the six, he's so he's he's eligible for playoffs. So he's, you need five. He's, yeah, you need, you need five. five to get in, so he's more than enough to get in the playoffs, so he'll be okay. But is there a team that no one's talked about from your recollection that might sneak up on someone in the playoffs? Well, we just played them. Underachievers are, you know, they're well-balanced. I don't know if Theo and the, uh, Jamie are going to make that roster, but, you know, they're good. Dylan's having a good year. Uh, is, is Theo part of the team? No, I think he was subbing. No, in. he was subbing. In. I, subbing I think in. Jamie's on the team. I don't think Theo is though. Yeah, Jamie's a full time. But who's so who is Theo replacing? Can you pull up the roster, Mo? Right there. Oh yeah, McLaren. Oh, uh, McLaren. That's it. Yeah, he's in so. Dubai or something. Is he really? I don't know. I just made it up. Um, <laughs> so 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 underachievers, underachievers. Obviously, we played them this week. They're a tough team, but yeah, they're probably the the quietest team because they started off super freaking slow. But you know what? Yeah, well. You know what, Sean? Taco Tuesdays, man. We're gonna take it. I know it. I hate. I know you hate hearing this shit, but uh, we're gonna do it. I have no. I have no doubts in my mind. So, Sean, w- w- it, since we're confident enough that Taco Tuesday is going to the finals, yeah. Why is it you always have these shortcomings in the playoffs? Okay. Why do you ask him these dumb questions? I'm curious to know what what happens. Why Why do you have these shortcomings in the playoffs? He's you not always- good at interviews. <laughs> uh, I, feel, I feel like I feel like Matt Kerouac wrote that question. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know why he people think that, that Sean's not good in the playoffs. He beat Brotherhood last year. Well, not as a quarterback, but he won Finals MVP in Division Three last year. I don't remember that game. Yeah, of course you, you don't remember because it's a positive. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not really worried about it. You know, like, it's just, uh, oh, man. Always first game, get the jitters, you know. Get past the first game, it's, it lights out after that for me. That's how I think, you know. But it's normal, butterflies, you know. I still get it at my age. Sean has this thing but, where if he's recorded, he's not going to play well. No, I mean sure, the game sure. of the week. The game of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah forget, it, forget it, forget it. So that means you're not gonna play well in the Div Two final then. No, no, when the finals, that's oh. fine because it's not in his face. Right? Oh, the cameras yeah, yeah, are going to no. face this year. Yeah, they're gonna be yeah. like right in his face. Yeah. Every every player is gonna have a camera in front of their face. Yeah, more yeah. or less. I don't know if I, I, I'm trying to think if I, I've lost in the finals maybe once. Maybe once. I'm trying to think once maybe. I know the last play of the game. What so so you made the Hall of Fame? How what year did you what year did you start playing in the league, there, Sean? Oh six. Oh six. Yeah. So that Young was like, that was like what year two? Year one yeah, of the league? Year two. Young Guns. Well, that's what I was. Yeah, I joined Young Guns. At, I believe their second season. I want to if, say second season. If, if you had to pick one of all of the teams you played on as like the best team you played on, you take that team, you put them in Division One. Who? Which team would it be? 
uh, I don't know, one the beginning Young Guns team. One, the second year I was playing with them, there was uh, I think Kevin Kevin White was part of the team. There was Chad. There was Carmen. these guys. You know, I mean, Chad was a very good receiver as well. There Chad was Ty, who was very good. Yeah, <laughs> we had a dual QB. There were QB. I don't know. It's a tough question. So many teams I played with, you know. I like the bad boss we had two years ago, but we lost to uh, uh, Fereka first oh, round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you had Theo, AJ, uh, Jason Prince, yeah. right? Jason, well, Prince is usually on the team. Patron was missing yeah. that week. That, that week, uh, Rich was out of... But you guys, came, hurt, you guys came back in the second half. You almost made a game out of it kind of thing. Yeah. But, but. So how's the season been going so far for you? Tell me how good your snap is. Get the best ass, that's guaranteed. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> this guy. No, you know, it's getting used to with uh, Terry, and he knows it. But how's the season going? But, uh, Give us a I love it. You know, you know what it is? The problem is we're, we're not playing together. I think we should be number two. We should probably have one loss, no joke, in no regard. Yeah. We're not playing, uh, we're not playing together, if you want to say. We're not cohesive. I mean, yeah, no exactly. We, we need to go bowling, man. We, we need to go bowling. Well, you know, as you're aware, you know, well, getting together before playoff, you know, getting rid of all the, the bad blood, I guess you want to say, is probably the best thing for us to do right now. I think so, too. To, get, to be focused uh, and going into uh, the playoff. So, yeah. Playoff. Or he just gave me the ball and see what happens. True. I think I think Terry brought you on to <laughs> kind of warm you up to the idea of having you film the football. <laughs> I think I have like the second most catches. In the team. I, Sean, I, I, I always have a fun segment for there. our guest here. Um, let's say tomorrow, uh, Commissioner Rob Campana decides to step down. He's too busy being a dad or something stupid. I don't you just know. gave Sean a uh, So uh, he says, Sean, you know what? I want you to run the league for this year. What things would you change in the way we run FPF? Like if you were commissioner for a day type of thing, what would you do? Okay, let's not say for a day, but let's say for a season. Underground betting, side betting, guaranteed, <laughs> okay, so, you know. So, hold on. Since we have it on air, it's hard to cut you off, Sean. Uh, lightweight, we're trying to figure out the odds for them. If they qualify for the playoffs and were to win Div 2, what odds would you give lightweight to win yeah, Div 2? Yeah, that's a good call. 10,000 to 1. Ten, no, no, come on. Get real here. 10,000? I gave wow. 85 to 1. It's a legit number. Give me a real okay, better, no, no. betters number. Honestly, they're not going to probably make the playoffs, right? So They're not going to make the playoffs. Big... All they have to do is beat so no cap. So there you cap. go. They, they have you to beat no cap this week, and they make the playoffs. You go look. They're not going to win. You go look <laughs> right now for Habs to win, to, to win the Stanley Cup. It's probably like 10,000 to 1. No, the Habs to win Stanley Cup is not 10,000 to 1. What is oh. it? Whatever it is. It's that, not 10,000 to 1. That's the number. So that's the number? Give it to me, Eagle. That's for the, the number I give. For, for the Habs to win the Stanley Cup right now, what's the what's the number? For the Habs to win oh, the Stanley Cup right now, you're like looking at uh, a 1.6% chance of making playoffs with a 0.3% chance of making the wild card. They basically are at no percentage to win the Cup. It's really <laughs> so. There's no nobody would even make the line. No, there's no line for that. So there's I no mean, line for lightweight winning the championship. There you go. Yeah. I think there's technically a percentage that's calculated. It's yeah, to win the cup, it's 0.5 percent. It's basically not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. So, Sean, and by the way, I want to ask you a question. Do you remember your best throw you made to Mocon? When did you guys play together? He knows. Yeah, the lights turned off. You know, the lights turned off. And where where did you connect with me? 
Yeah, exactly. That's your best throw ever. I never forget that day. You know what? Yeah. It was on target. It was on target in the dark. That's okay, la- 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 last question, Sean. Last question, okay? You have you run you run a play. You have two receivers mm-hmm. wide open in the end zone. Those receivers are one A, Vinny Golano. Option A. Yeah. Option Option B, Jason Prince. Who are you throwing to? <laughs> uh, Vinny. Vinny, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. No, you pissed off Prince right now. Nah, Prince is a defensive guy. That's why it's easy. Prince if is you a- ask me someone else, different stories. Oh, yeah. Prince. Prince is a very good, very uh, underrated defensive guy. Yeah, he's actually. You know what? This guy's a. You should look at him as Hall of Fame. Honestly, this guy's done a lot for the league. I, I, I threw him a vote this year. I think I gave him like four out of my ten. I think he was uh, my highest vote. My highest vote I gave him. I was him. him and Tam were my my yeah, two like nine ten. Or I actually had you, Hollow, and Tam as my votes. You didn't vote for yourself. I wasn't nominated. How can he, not you. Let me ask you. How can be that? <laughs> How can you guys never put the the final ratings or percentage out of the rest of the candidates? That's Alex's department. They did. No, he didn't put the no, overall standings. Oh, the overall. Okay. Yeah. People nice. want to see that. Why? It's gonna so no, they can give uh, me shit in DMs. No, it's all, and it's gonna skew people's <laughs> votes for next year. You don't want to see that. Of course not. Okay. No all right, Sean. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, buddy. Go watch the. Uh, we mean that's it. That's, that's it, it man. It's ten minutes. There you watch this show. Yeah, you know it's ten minutes. Give us a soundbite. Give us a soundbite. Go. No, no, no. Okay. Till next week, right? Give me something to edit. Go. (laughs) Till next week. Throw me the ball. Go. (laughs) Okay, guys. Have a good night. Go to bed, man. Sleep. We will. Thanks, Sean. Ciao. Have a good one. All right. 4A and 4B. Um, I saw this game. Controversy at its finest. Super Saiyans Infantry. Oh, I heard about this, but I, uh, yeah. So, what's the you know, give? Give me the breakdown. All right, so we'll get the box score up so we can get the score. Forty to thirty-nine victory for Infantry. Did Goal. the scorekeeper screw up the score or something? Or? No, no, no. Not, had nothing to do with the scorekeeper. Four eight. So right? it was a thirty-nine to thirty-four lead for Super Saiyans with one play left. All right, thirty-nine, thirty-four. One play left. One play left. Who has the ball? Infantry has the ball. Okay. Midfield. Okay. Sans Mergen drops back. Rough in the quarterback. Oh. Super Saiyans think they've won. No, rough in the quarterback. So they move was it, it up. A, was it a legit call? It was. It okay. was a legit call. So they move it up. Who was the rusher? Uh, who is rusher for uh, Super Saiyans? I think it's number six. Um, if you go to the roster, I think, I think Janet Johnson is the rusher. I believe it's him. Anyway. Makes sense. So we replay the pl- uh, last play again. And Sean drops back. All you hear is a slap of the hand to the wrist of the throwing arm. Guess what happened? Rushing from the passer. That is correct. So we move the ball to the one-yard line. Next play. Sean drops back. Game-winning touchdown to Dylan Daewoo. Game-set match. Fireworks erupt of trash talking from both teams. Super Saiyans believing the referees screwed them over, which is incorrect because the Saiyans if they had a game of the week, would see that the quarterback was impeded not once but twice. Yeah. And a big loss. It's game of the week? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. It's a big loss for the Saints because that really, really hurts their playoff yeah. standings, whereas infantry, given what they had to go up against, they come through in the clutch, and that was a huge one for the infantry's mindset. So Super Saiyans, to me, I was actually talking about this with Jordan. I was like, aren't you guys like outside looking in? He goes, no, no, we're pretty good. And then this happens. So they're eighth place right now. 
Would you have at the beginning of the season? Would you have said that they were nope. going to be three and five? Nope, I would have no thought they'd be five. No way. What's the story with them? Click on Super Saiyans, the, the team eagle. I want to see total. I think the schedule has not been as friendly nice. to them. Yeah. Okay, so they got Chocolate Thunder. Tough matchup first week, but whatever. It's a lost Chocolate Thunder right now. They're first place in their division. Then they lose to Outlaws. Outlaws. That's a win. That should have been a win for them. Well, Kevin Kusai thinks they're fake. So the thing is with Kevin, sorry, the, it, Outlaws is the, this is the best Outlaws we've ever seen, and they're only four and four. Can we agree to that? Yeah. Like roster wise, Isaiah, Justin Lerner, even yeah. GM, uh, Kev, Kevin Kusay. Uh, they've got some really good talent out there, and Stephen Hart, Stephen H. He's he's a very good player, a very good quarterback. Well, first three losses were one possession defeats. Exactly. Then they lose to Domesto, Texas. Okay, I'll give them that loss. They should still be two and one, I think, at this point after three games. They're zero and three. Then they start. Then they start rolling. They beat the tie. They beat uh, Les Centaurs. Who else? They beat. They beat uh, CDE. So I mean, they beat the teams that are below them in in caliber. They couldn't beat the teams that are above them. So I don't see them going into the playoffs with uh, the confidence they had last year losing to the Outlaws in the semifinals. Admittedly, the Super Saiyans have the second-hardest schedule in the 4A. So, it's, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. But at the end of the day, so does the rest of this, this subdivision, right? The four, mean, four A West or whatever. It is. Well, the the one saving grace B. for them is that yeah. So the top three hardest schedules come from Conference B. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Saving grace for them is that they beat the Santar, so they have the head to head with them if they end up with the same win loss record at the end of the season. Who do they have left? Super Saiyans. Saiyans have Mad Bears. The and, Mad and Bears zero and eight, and they have uh. Yeah, Rich said so. so Mad Bears, I, I scored kept their game. They 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 threw a. I don't think they threw a touchdown. I don't think they had any points. I think they lost 39 to 0. Yeah, they they like blame everybody, though, the Mad Bears. No, no, but they were missing like four guys. They were missing Sebastian Thibault. He wasn't there. Anyway, they're out of playoffs. Yeah. Chantal can potentially get in. I mean, it's unlikely. They need to win possible. out and hope Saints lose out. That's how I look at it for them. Mad Bears being 0 8, man. That's a tough one. Yes look. and no, right? Because they have the head to head, which they yeah. have to, they're playing. So that's going to be a big difference maker. But otherwise, if you take a look at it, Chantal also have. So they have the Tide this week, and then they have C2E the week after. Yeah, and CTE is kind of like they've kind of gone in some rough turbulence right now with uh, their schedule. Like they jumped out to a four zero start, yeah. have not been that great. And I think uh, commitment to excellence Inc will be probably your four. But like when you look at five, six, and seven Dreambreakers, uh, I think they're a good team, yeah, good, so good roster of, of of connection over yep. there. But I don't look right now the top three. Don't mess with Texas, I think, is probably the weakest of the top three. That Tyler just played tonight in Bay So they're still in play for the number one seed. But I think right now, those bottom three guys, six, seven, eight, could probably be one of those top three teams. I think don't mess with Texas is probably the weakest of the three. I, I'd rather play don't mess with Texas in the first round than, than tied. I would never want to play Doug McKernan, Kernan McDoug in the playoffs. Or Chocolate Thunder. Or Chocolate Thunder. Chocolate Thunder is one of those. It was like those semifinal final teams, you know. Either for some reason they're always there, you know what I mean? They're going deep in the playoffs. Joe Cano, and uh, yeah, they usually go deep in the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, Mo. I think Domesto Texas is the one team that I would rather play than out of all those three. Uh, but if I'm looking at Super Saiyans and Outlaws, I think those two teams can beat any of the teams in the top five. They, they could, but the problem is, problem is with Super Saiyans that they're undisciplined. They don't have that clutch factor. 
What, what is the clutch factor? It's like that ability to close out games, right? In that moment, you need someone to make a really big play that's going to change the outcome of the game, and they just don't have it this but year. You don't need to be clutch for that. You Who? need to close they out a, a game. They have a bunch of players that can make great Who plays. Who are you talking about? Uh, Super, Super Saiyan. Okay. But it's just like no, nobody nobody is that star when they need them to be a star, right? It's like Rich you, Humes you is, need your Ovechkin to score a goal, and it's yeah. the one game he doesn't type of thing. Rich Humes is supposed to be that guy, but with a bum knee, I guess. He's still recovering. He's going to take him another year to fully get back his range of motion. Right? Yeah, I mean, he's still. I mean, he still. He hasn't given himself a break either. He played. On, he played on it right away. No, but if you, look, you flip over to Conference A, that is the death row of, of power teams. The murderers row. Look at that. Bandit Brothers. No question, they're the best team. Infantry. Like I said, they got lucky because the um, brain fart by Super Saiyans enabled them to have not one but two kicks the can, and then. LVF, that's my team. I, I think your boys, that your boys. Those are my boys, and that's a team no one wants to face. But and look at look at the top three compared to the bottom three. It's a big disparity. Holy what shit! What about half the stars though? Would you put them in the top three or, or? No, I wouldn't. I mean, I watched them play this week and wasn't too impressed. Uh, they beat the Outlaws, um, but it was just it, like L- Langbird is one of the like the the. Biggest gamers you'll see, right? Like he's he's always there. He's gonna make a play. He's just one of those guys, right? But I think everything revolves around him. And as soon as something bad happens, everything else goes to shit. I think this is the first year we see a half a stars that looks not weak, but is beatable. Like yeah, in the past year, like you see it on your schedule, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're tough. To, they're not tough like, to play against anymore. But this year, it's like, okay, well, they're vulnerable, right? That's like, it. There's yeah. ways to beat them, and it's pretty obvious. Or like, they've been figured out. They're so. like the Chicago Blackhawks. They're not like Chicago Blackhawks used to not want to play against them. Now it's like they're tough. They're not tough to beat anymore. They're playing above their weight class. That's what it is with with half stars. Uh, I don't think so. I just think that they're mi- they they don't have Corey Lewoski from their championship team. They don't have any of that. You know what I mean? So now that like they don't have the guy. Langward is the guy, and he's the only one able to do it on his team. Yeah. Uh, in the bottom here, seven to ten. I'm I'm not counting Sphinx because they probably hold their spot. Yeah. Um, Bleu Branleur have KGP Nailed Raw it. this week. That's their last game on their schedule. KGP Raw beat um, a Mad Bears this week, forty yeah. to nothing. Again, yeah, guys were missing. Uh, no, but KGP Raw. A Squad has two games left. They're playing Eskimo Brothers and Bandit Brothers. You have Touched by Nangeletti, who's playing Bandit Brothers and Half a Stars. Yeah, that's not going to And then you have KGP Raw, who only has uh, Bleur Branleur left. So yeah, you think, think Angeletti, like KGP Raw, basically they need to beat them to leapfrog them. Yeah, and then much. they need to potentially rely on Angeletti not staying in or A Squad. And A Squad has, you said who? Uh, Eskimo Brothers and. Eskimo Brothers and Bandit Brothers. Oh, man, A Squad's out. They're, they're in tough. A Squad's going to be out. I think KGP Raw gets in at that eight seed. And Angeletti, you think they uh, also squeeze? Out. No. Nebuchadnezzar Bonleur and KGP Raw again. Yeah, be I think that's. I agree with Terry on that. Okay. Yeah, like I said, there's definitely more of a chasm with uh, with conference A with how. But who is. knows? Who are we? There's we are no one. There's technically an outcome where Sphinx can also be kicked out because they're playing half a stars and Versfol. But I mean, there's a lot of like question marks there for to make that. You need a happen. lot of losses to happen yeah. too. They're pretty safe, I think. But they have two two wins left. They have to win at least one. Yeah, because basically, Angelina needs to win both its games, and A Squad needs to win both its games to well, effectively kick out Sphinx, right? Sphinx, yeah. need, Sphinx need one win, and they clinch. Yep. So, yeah. all right, four B. Uh, looking at this quick here, four B games that I saw. Uh, take over Sheriff. That was a fun game to do. Uh, 
this could very well be a playoff matchup here. I thought Sheriff came out slow. Uh, Louis Bejean had a terrible game, four INTs. Didn't play well. Uncle Rico. Yeah, it, it wasn't a good game for, for uh, the Sheriff. I know they were missing guys themselves, but the Sheriff, I thought, would have put up a better fight. They did. They were down by uh, two scores at one point. They got it down to one score. But I think take out, take over with what they've built. We talked about this from weeks past. It is set up for them to finally win themselves a 4B title. Uh, Ryan Dobbs-Garner has been a revelation for them. He was a late-season acquisition, and he's changed that defense around. And when you look at this team, Vincent Benjamin, he's a stud receiver. He's and a their, defender. And defender, and he is their go-to player on that offense. And for the Sheriff, it's a, it's a befuddling loss because for Louis Bejean, I would have expected more from him given that he had less to work with, which did not go in his favor. I mean, Louis Bejean having less to work with is one thing, but Louis Bejean uh, throwing four picks is another. Three, if you're you're going to be throwing four picks, it's because you're not making the right read. I mean, if okay, tell me you don't have all your players, you change your game plan. That's what a lot of that's what that's what happens with Louis Bejean. I feel like he's he's so set in one way of playing that if the defense doesn't pick up on it, he'll do well. As soon as the defense picks up on it, he's done, and that's what happens with Sheriff. He has great players on his team, man. Great players. Alexis Besset, he's one of the best players I've seen in this division. I, t- I speak very highly of that player, but he doesn't, he just, there's something missing with Louis, and I can't figure it but out. The thing is, though, Terry, had the Sheriff won that football game, they would have been in the two seed right now. Now they're at the five. So that means you end up playing a backward boys roster, yeah, no, which, no. look, backward boys. Give me the, the standings, Eagle, please. Backward boys yeah. are a solid team right now. Uh, that is a team that has. Everything rolling for them. Their quarterback play has been phenomenal. Yeah, and I don't want to face them. I don't want to face them. And Raz, why would you? Like, if Takeover today would play Philp, which Friends in my in books, yeah, look, I think that's a easier matchup. Even though with a guy like Danny Demore on the roster and that core that they have built, I'd rather go against them than the backward boys in round number one. Freshman, uh, you know, who cares? Tanser question <laughs> from earlier: uh, Alex Noel got half of Louis Bejean's attempts thrown at him. Just there you go, crazy. Yeah, when is that going up on the on the actual like? Uh... Soon, there's still a few things we're working out. This is the test season, so okay. How, by the way, how did that go for everybody? Did everyone? Uh, I I tried. I was to doing people. it. I was doing it. I did it for the most That's part. why it's a test season because we're still trying to figure out the mechanics of like who's doing what and when. And we're talking about yeah. uh, the scorekeeping because for people targets, don't know, receiving targets, right? And yeah, now you're able to put who's targeted. Yeah. So I put when I'm scorekeeping, I put it. If it's if it's, I won't put it if it's like. Completely thrown out of bounds or something. Yeah, yeah something exactly. like that. But like, I w- I'll throw it if if it's like With directly into the guy's hands. If the guy makes contact on yeah. it, or if it's like a deep ball and the guy's like isolated kind of thing, and the, where the play is uh, meant for him, I'll put it. But I won't put it. All. I'll say I put it seventy five percent of the time. Yeah. Conference A right now, you have four teams at two and six. ZTs are holding the eighth spot. Dream Chasers, Warhawks, Finesters, all two and six. I don't know, man. <laughs> this is gonna be. Uh, <laughs> We spoke about finessers last week. Yes. So let's talk about ZTs. So show me ZTs. ZTs, they have Champlain ballers Bulls. and class on grass left in their schedule. Not easy. That is a tough schedule. I, I can't see them getting in with that. You're, you're playing two of the top three teams. Dream Chasers have show me your TDs and easy W. Uh, nope. Out. Salut. Warhawks have easy W and ballers. Oh. Oh, forget about them. Yeah, so I think and ZTs are in. Team Ethnic have Finessers. No, sorry. Finessers have Team Ethnic and Me Machine. 
that's an easier lineup because the quality of so where they are. If so, I think it's up to finessers and ZTs at this point. I think Gene Chasers and Warhawks it looks like their matchups aren't favorable and to them. Just to play devil's advocate, show me your GDs only have Dream Chasers left. So technically, if they lose that game, they could also potentially slip out. Yeah, but they win, they're in. That's how. Yeah. That's and then Ballers, we talked about it. They have ZTs and Warhawks on their schedules. If they win, they, I think they mathematically eliminate Dream Chasers depending on if ZTs win or not. Yeah, right. I think that's right. So yeah, yeah there you go. But I oh. think it's going to be ZTs in for sure. Uh, ZTs have the inside track, yeah. but if Finesters can, and look, Ryan Karouf can do it, right? He's got the Brazilian Mapunguara on that roster. What do you guys Bacalani. call him? The Brazilian what? Mapunguara. Mapunguara. Bacalani. Yeah. Mapunguara. What does that mean? That's like a bri- What is it again? It's a spiritual thing. Right. It's like Show a Brazilian. Show like, something Brazilian culture in, in, involved. I um, consider myself part Brazilian. Yes, yeah, so I know. You're uh, Jujitsu? Because of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, yes. Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, Sao Paulo, right? Nope. Montreal. Montreal. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought you were looking at that. You know, like samba. You like samba jiu-jitsu, right? Samba? Yeah. It's a dance? Yeah. You, know? you, you for sure, you're for sure an awful dancer. I'm asking samba jiu-jitsu. You have two left feet. But I'm saying that you're Brazilian. And no rhythm. Joga Benito, man. Nike slogan. Joga Benito. <laughs> Remember those videos? Those drug videos? Yeah, I Eric loved Cantona. Was Eric Cantona, yeah. yeah. That was good. Okay, so back to what we're looking Cantona. at here. It's Cantona. Say it properly. Yes, any brother say Cantona. <laughs> um, I look at it from the, from this way. ECW, probably vulnerable. They always have those yeah. awful tap-out games in round number one. And I don't know if they have that ability to go far in the playoffs. B-ballers, I like them a lot. They're good all-around football team. But... Show me your TDs. They've been too inconsistent for my liking to really buy. As usual, I mean, you don't really know what you're gonna get with Show Me Your TDs. So, EZW is the team to beat, I think, in this playoff in this in this conference. What about Team Ethnic or, or uh, Meme Machine? I, I, I mean, as much as I like Team Ethnic, I just don't see them making a big run. I see it more in Mean Machine because Golov for me has this weird. I'm just gonna get it done attitude, you know. Like, he just doesn't give a shit. Right. And he gets it done all the time. Well, we'll find out. Team, I think think they'll be probably, they'll probably make a second round play and then lose to a tough team. Last thing, B Ballers, their schedule before we wrap it up here, their last two games are who against? Uh, We also have Conference B to take a look at, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, their last game is Backwood Boys and Team Ethnic. Tough games. Oof. Don't know if they go undefeated. Uh, Conference B. So my favorite team in conference being oh, who is it? Oh, it's uh, LGC. Yeah, I love these guys because the quarterback is unbelievable. Not because he's good, because of the shit he talks. The guy's classic, man. He's tiny. He runs. He talks shit. He's funny. I love it, man. What's Le Doux, his name? Le Fach. Le Fach. It is, um, I'll tell you right now. Dom Le Fach. Dom, Dom Le Fach. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's got a, you know what? He's, he's got something. He's got the it factor. He's <laughs> that's a Mike Mayaka. He's got the it factor. You know? <laughs> it's like, quick and fast. Quick and fast, man. Reads to feel well. Like open field, you can't. Military stop family, him. not impossible. You can't stop him. Impossible. And okay, so for the show final me OK game, boomers. you have freshmen playing OK boomers. So Oof. war pigs, you're eliminated. I'm sorry, it sucks to be you, but one of these teams is gonna win. Okay, yes. but I mean, unless you. they don't, unless they tie. No, no, because no, even then, no. It's oh, over. they both. Well, what happens? Who gets in if they tie? But, well, no, no. But Warpigs can't get in. No, no, forget saying. about Warpigs. 
who gets in a freshman tie? A freshman and boomers tie? Freshmen get in because they have lower Ooh. PA. When do okay. they play this game here? Freshman, okay, boomers. They are playing Hey Bear March 11th, 11 o'clock. Oh my God. That's the what day is that? Uh, it's a Wednesday. Oh, what oh field? wow. What field? What field? What field? What field? Three. Yes, oh, she field. She Yes. <laughs> Not my field. No, I want to I want to score keep that game. They, a freshman always play on field three. Do you notice? Yeah, they do. They always do. So basically, that's the battle for eighth right there. Whoever wins that game gets into the playoffs. Winning in. Straight up. Winning in. Huh? Actually, you know what? Can we flip that to one of our fields? No. Why? This switch with Simon. What do we know you for, man? I don't do the schedule. Because we do one and two on yeah. Wednesdays. Okay, we leave so Simon by himself. Okay, so tell Simon you want field three then. No, he won't change. No, no. We, no. Well, then change. screw you guys. He won't change. Okay, I'll just change it. I'll do it. Yeah, we'll call him back. I remember I did that one don't time. Tell, don't tell the Eagle, but I'm going to I won't say what the team was, but uh, GM and I worked together. Don't back tell the Eagle, but he's probably going to yeah. die at 37. Captain yeah, Constipate is no. not going to be happy yeah. about that. He's very constipated right now. That's pretty good. So give me friends in low places. Who do they have left? Uh, Philp? Yeah, Philp. Philp have the Sheriff and Lee Grokok. So they'll beat Sheriff because Danny's going to pick off Louis Beijing twice. Okay? Yeah, then they have Lee Grokok. I think it's a loss to Lee Grokok. Villaray Goons, though, I think could be a sneaky good team now. They've kind of picked Villaray. Oh, playing, I just moved to Villaray. My playing, boys. They're playing Mangoose in their last game. Who are the Villaray Goons? Uh, it's the Greek freak, Dimitrios Sinodinos. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's yeah. the Lazarus, the team we watched yesterday. No, that's a different team. Show me. Villaray Goons. Yeah. Show me the roster. This is with uh, your boy. There you go. Oh, these guys. Yeah, classic. These are the Villaray Goons. I yeah. love it. I love representing Villaray. You just lived <laughs> it for like two days. It's uh, yeah, it's been two days. He's very quick to assimilate. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I like to uh, be a part of a community. He's already riding a bike and swapping apartments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Using the bike lane very well. But I, wa- uh, I walk. I get my grocery for the day, not for the week. And I come home. Villaray Goons, though, they, they had a rough no start to the season. Rough start to the year, but they've picked it up now. I think Sino uh, Dinos has figured out the FPF game very w- better now than way, where he was week one, week two. Yeah. But I think they go as far as his arm can take him. That's how I see it. With what them. a cannon of an arm that guy has. Oh, man. Cannon. Sick throw yesterday. Very sick throw right, yesterday. Dropped it on a dime. Yeah. Exactly. Right to, right to Salim's hands. Takeover catches Mangoose for number one. I don't know. I got to see the roster. I got to see the, the, the rest of the game. Well, Mangoose is obviously playing Villaray Goons this week. And then their last week, they're playing Backwood Boys. And then uh, Takeover, they have War Pigs. Wow. So Takeover is going to win. So I say Mangoose Man- So Mangoose has to win at least one, one tie. Yeah, I say Mangoose takes it. And did Mangoose already play Takeover? Well, good point. They must have. Uh, they did in week three. Mangoose yeah. won 40 yeah. to 39. It's over. Mangoose number one. Well, no, we think Takeover is going to win. So Mangoose needs to win at least one of the two. One games. game, yeah. They yeah. can win one yeah, game. Yeah, one of two and they're in. So as a one seed. So I think. Goons or boys? What? They're playing goons or boys. They had to win oh, okay. <laughs> Look, I, I think this is a tougher bracket for the two divisions. So for the two divisions in this conference. Well, two conferences in this division. Oof, it's getting later. Can't yes. even, we can't even structure sentences. And we, right. had, and we had Sean on. Kills all my brain cells. Uh, breaking news. Oh, yeah. uh, Doug McKernan is reporting that the Tide has beaten Eskimo Brothers 53 to 46. So that's breaking news. Well, that was two hours ago they played. Yes. So right, it's, not breaking the, news. it's not on the website yet. It should have been uh, announced uh, like at 9.30. We just got the update now when Doug got home. Oh, boy. We're getting the news when it comes in here. 
Reporters are on the ground giving us all the updates. <laughs> yes. Uh, who's a Faisan and Noah Lachance and, yep. uh, and lovely Baderfe. Uh, speaking of updates, we also have a quick update on 35+. plus. There's no games tonight. However, the playoff schedule has been determined because oh, really? all the games were last week. So we now have a breakdown of what the semifinals and uh, technically what the finals are going to look like too. So uh, just to kind of give you a breakdown of this. Oh, wow. Next dude. week – because not this week. Next week, we have four semifinal games. So, FPF is playing JMJ, and Povige is playing Pizzazz in the uh, draft division semifinals. And then Monster is playing the MTL Spitfire for the semifinals for the Tier 1 of 35+. And Pacemakers is playing Grumpy Old X-Men for the Tier 2 semifinals. So, the winner of Monster Spitfire... No, rather, yeah. Uh, Monster Spitfire will play OAS. The winner of Pacemakers and uh, Grumpy Old X-Men will play Old Age Outlaws. And then the winner of FPF JMJ will play the winner of Polvige and Pizzazz in the finals on the 19th. Thank God this is coming over. Coming to the end yep. here. 35 <laughs> coming over. Why? Again, I hear so I, many good I, things I, about I, 35. I, my, I can't wait till next year. I send my, my piece. These guys separate themselves from where we are. Don't want to have their phones. Simon, you're calling Simon? Yeah, because Simon's supposed we to have, give us an update on the playoff picture and everything. Is he actually going to answer this time? He's supposed to. Is he going to answer because it's me and it's not Peas? That's exactly why. He, he should answer because it's me and it's not Peas. We even told him we're calling him. And he's like, okay, I'll be available. But this yeah, is right. classic he's Simon. He won't answer his phone. Yeah. He won't answer a text for like eight hours. No, he answers my text within minutes. He only answer if it's like, if he's going to be part of that, whatever you're doing. So if, like, if I'm at the field and I text him, He'll answer me, but if I'm not, he won't answer me. Vous avez joint. Oh, gee, are we leaving message? Simon Dagenet. Veuillez laisser votre message après le signal sonore. Après avoir laissé un message, vous pouvez raccrocher ou appuyer sur le carré pour entendre plus d'options. Listen here, listen here, Simon. You have no idea what you're doing. You're absolutely useless. I don't know why Rob even decides to pay you. Your hair is awful. You have a horrible throwing motion. I still love you, though. And that's it. Thank you and have a good night. Terry didn't know that until he actually put the speaker sign going to his headset instead so you can actually hear the So we had to redo the interview with Tyra this week, which is a real pain in the ass. Now I'm calling you to try and get information from you, but it doesn't really work because you don't answer your phone every goddamn week. Clocks move up an hour. Don't forget, Simon. Okay, bye. Bye. Screw you. Clocks move up an hour, by the way, this weekend. They do? Yeah. They do. Yeah, this weekend. You know, we should just do like Arizona. Arizona doesn't do like, fuck it. We don't care. Saskatchewan, too. Saskatchewan, too. There you go. Any any comments or feedback on these games that are coming up? How can we, Eagle? Well, because they haven't happened. That's what I'm saying, though. How can we? The point is, though, when we do this podcast, they're they're playing the games live. But they're not playing now. They're playing next week. I don't know anything about this division. We haven't seen anything about this division. I feel like that's your job as a journalist to know the division. (laughs) Not necessarily, man. Not necessarily. I feel like it's your job to know what you're talking about. Not necessarily with that division. I can't wait for 35 plus, actually. Everybody tells me it's a fun time. I believe it. Maybe I'll rejuvenate as a quarterback. Mo, you're more than 35, right? Yeah, but I don't care about going to West. 39. Don't go to New Ontario. Go go play football. These guys for <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, imagine you, Eagle, going from here to New Ontario. Forget about it. All right, now candies aren't sweeter in New Ontario. All than right. Ontario. Oh, do they have a candy shop down there? Oh, they yeah, a lot. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Good stuff, Mo. Always. He's waiting for me to say stuff, but I'm not going to do it. All right, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Eagle, for mi- fixing my mistake from last week. Not Th- stay. Th- Thank you to Tara. Mar- Did you turn off my mic? No. No, you turned off the headset. Yeah. 
So thank you to Tara. Thank you to JF. Thank you to Sean Abram of the Hall of Fame uh, for coming on. We appreciate it. If there's any feedback, send it to Eagle. He loves answering people's messages. He's very efficient at it. He's also better at doing that job than anybody else has ever been. Thank you, Eagle. Thank you, Mokan, as usual. Good stuff. Thank you, Terry, for being a better host than Mo. <laughs> Thank God one of you is university educated at radio broadcasting. Not me. It's not him either. 